So this is a joint podcast that we recorded with the awesome guys from Driving While Awesome. Uh, I've been listening to their podcast for quite a while. Uh, you guys should check them out. Uh, you can find them at drivingwhileawesome.com. Uh, but I just hit them up, let them know that we were going to be at Miata's at uh, Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca. I knew that they were just right up the road. So contacted them, and Lane said, yeah, guys, come on up. So we were able to sit down with Lane and Brian and Warren. So really fun episode. Runs a little long, but there's some really good content. Hope you guys enjoy. Should we just kick this thing off? Should we kick it off? a long week. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that we would start it off as our show since they're our guests. And then you guys can right after go, and hey, welcome to yeah. Slipangle. Like, you know. Yeah. Or you can say, like, oh, this is driving well awesome. And Slipangle. <laughs> I like how you smoke a doobie when you say that. <laughs> yeah. Is that what's Whatever, going man. on? I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're like, it's yeah. it's just in the air, man. We yeah. could. We could. Right. We're like outside San yeah. Fran. It's right in the Sounds air. Sounds good. Sounds we could good. have a competition. It's like we could do our intro versus the slip angle <laughs> intro. But the sad, the sad part the is like there's like three of you that do it, and then it's like me, and no. then like two homies I picked up like on the street. Like, well, no, bro, you got to come back me up. You got to back me up. I mean, Warren does ours to start, so we can just be behind him. But see, you're from Atlanta, so you got the rap battle down. That's, so that's true. Not fair. It also means I carry knives and stuff, and like. Knife people up. Yeah. Oh, shit. We didn't bring any knives. We have some kitchen knives over there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Brian. And I'm Lane. And we are joined by... The Slip Angle Show, guys. Slip Angle Crew. Hey, what's going on? I'm, who, who are you guys? <laughs> Who's I'm Austin uh, Cabot from the Slip Angle Show. I'm joined by... <laughs> The legend. <laughs> oh no! Turn I'm John Wagliardo of HVT in Plano, Texas. The legend. Um, and I'm David Calzada from kmiata.com. And we just came back from Miatas at Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca. So awesome. we knew you guys were right up the road. So I sent you guys an email a couple of weeks ago and thought we'd stop by and say hey. So thanks for having us. Yeah, joint yeah, podcast. This is yeah. our first one. We've never done this before. This is a. This will be a well, joint really podcast. <laughs> There might be a doobie like, in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not, though. Um, hey, man, I don't it'd have to do anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. This is awesome. Um, we've had guests, of course, but not a lot of other podcast people on our podcast. So that's very cool. Um, we were talking before we started recording about why you guys are here, which was uh, a trip to Laguna Seca. And I'm sure there's a lot more you can add. But um, yeah, tell us what's been going on. That was absolutely amazing. So, just fill you in. Uh, my buddy David here uh, actually made the first K Series swapped, so a Honda K Series motor Miata. So, in support of his business, we decided to take it out to Laguna Seca for Mazda's at Mazda Raceway. Okay, Laguna can Seca. I stop you guys right there? Sure. Um, so, why do you do that? Why do you swap a Honda? Because it's a great question. Just to make <laughs> just to make the Mazda purists angry. <laughs> uh, no, I mean it's a. It's it's kind of I have a uh, K24 swap Integra that I've tracked for uh, a number of years and I had a Miata. Austin actually let me drive a Miata 
back like back in mid Ohio in two thousand twelve. Yeah. And fell that in love with the car. Me. I'm surprised I fit in the car. I'm six four. <laughs> um and had a total ride in the thing. And, you know, as I'm driving home, actually with Adam, you know, I'm thinking, gosh, we got to put a K-Series in this thing. And, uh, you know, a K-Series motor is actually lighter than the stock uh, Miata motor. And, uh, I mean, these things just take so well. They're just some basic bolt-ons and tuning. Makes a little more power than the Miata. Just a bit. Is that – so we're kind of dummies when it comes to engines. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Hondas and stuff. So – that's a VTAC motor of some sort, a two yeah. liter, or what is it? It's, uh, it's basically you can Does use it, it kick with kick in. Kicks in, yo. Kicks in, yo. Is this an S two S two thousand motor? No, actually, everybody thinks it is uh, <laughs> okay. because it's you know it's, we've, most it's a front wheel yeah. drive motor and it's you know flipped ninety degrees and it's right. longitudinally mounted in the Miata. So basically, it's a motor. The most popular motors for the swap are like out of an Acura TSX. So like how many a, liters? So uh, two, we have a 2.4 in the car. You can oh, use a two nice. liter out of like an RSX Type S. How many gallons That's is a, that? <laughs> I think we should like, like we should just change displacement to gallons. <laughs> I'm down. I'm 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 maybe. How many? <laughs> freedom, freedom fries, freedom liters. <laughs> but, but sorry, go ahead. No, but I mean, <laughs> sorry, we've been together all week. They're just, so. it's getting out of hand, actually. <laughs> These guys are road tripping in a TDI that's completely it's, full of shit. It's and pretty ridiculous. So basically, <laughs> you go from, so are these like NA, NBs, or, or? Yeah, the the swap fits, uh, The our whole swap kit fits an NA or an NB Miata, okay. 90 to 05. And, um, you know, these motors, which is a good header um, intake and exhaust and a good tune, you know, make typically like 230 wheel horsepower Dang. out of a stock long block that you can pick up for a few hundred bucks. Stocks, bucks yeah, like 170 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, at the, at the, at the, at at the wheels. No, that's like 170. That's aspirated. Too. Yeah, that's oh, all I thought I you were talking about the, the stock Miata. No, no. A Miata is oh. like 160 or back no, then. No, like 130. Yeah, I was like right? maybe so. at the crank. If, if you've got a 1.6 car, you'd be lucky to make like 95 wheel. Oh, okay, yeah. Get a 1.8 right. car, you make 100. Because they were rated like 110 or something like that. Yeah, they slowly went up over time right so basically so our test car is basically a tsx bottom end with a with a rsx type s head and some decent cams and makes 248 to the wheels 189 wheel torque revs to 8200 rpm and thing Damn. just thing just screams it's, so. and it's lighter monster. than a stock motor yeah yeah so we there's your reason right there exactly right? so weight balance crank. is good what, what's you, the car weigh, david Car is twenty three hundred, a little over twenty three hundred, but it's got a it's hard got top on it. Also, the soft top has a roll bar, Carpet, has arrow on stereo. it. Who needs that stuff? Fifteen by tens all around. I mean, it's you know we haven't tried to knock any weight out of it yet. So, um, but it's still a street car. It is still a street car. How it many is registered and insured and plated in Illinois? Right. That, how many of that these, definitely uh, sounds appealing. Have you? How many of the conversions have been done, or how many of those cars are out there? We how many? Boy, there's probably about. There's probably about 10, maybe 12 customers that have their cars done. We've sold certainly lots more than that. But, you know, a lot of times when people do these builds, you know, they're like, hey, well, I'm going to put a cage in the car and I'm redoing the suspension and this and that. So a lot of these guys builds, you know, some of these guys getting their cars up and running, bought the swap kit a year ago, and they've just been, you know, doing a built motor. And we've got guys already with like 300-wheel horsepower engine builds um, in the cars. So, you know, that doesn't just happen overnight. So what's involved in the kit? It's like a, I mean, what what is the kit? It's all kinds of stuff. Um, it's a like a full uh, custom tubular subframe uh, and mounts. And then the nice thing about it is uh, we retain like most of the Miata drivetrain. So um, so we have an adapter plate and flywheel, so you can mate it up to a Miata five or six speed trans. Then you can retain your shifter setup, your drive shaft, the uh, the power plant frame. 
the uh, the diff axles, all that stuff stays. And since the the torque levels aren't crazy, it handles the power fine. So, so basically, we have that, um, and then we have a custom oil pan and oil pump setup that allows you to keep the Miata uh, steering geometry, which, which is was like, a, a huge deal when we originally did yeah, the swap. It's <laughs> everyone the was going factors. nuts. If there was any talk of like moving the steering rack, people were losing it online. So, um, so it comes with that, and then you know, it's funny to have harness. Miata purists actually. Oh yeah, yeah, but they're I there. Think, they're yeah, there. No, for I sure. can imagine. For sure, I can for imagine. Sure. Yeah, but and and you know, now that we now that David has done it. We've realized that they were right. They really were. Yeah, the so, car just feels the, yeah, so great. The chassis, the chassis is good. When you move yeah. that steering rack around, it 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 really changes the dynamics dynamics yeah. of the car. I'll Actually, bet. we got a lot of feedback this weekend saying that you know it added a lot of credibility to the project that we were right willing to listen to what they did. So. Well, and what was happening mm. is there were a lot of people that came by and said, oh, as soon as I heard your swap doesn't move the steering rack, I became interested because there's other swaps out there oh. that you have to move the rack around. And, uh, you know, they'll be maybe a little cheaper because they don't have to redo a whole bunch of stuff. But at the end of the day, we built the car to be a, a track monster, and really that's it. And then if it translates into other forms of motorsports or just guys that want a rowdy street car, fine, you know. But rally rather, cross, better bro. Rally cross. Rally cross. <laughs> so prove the car on track, and then people can do whatever they want with it. So that's kind of the, the thought behind it. Oh, that's rough. But, uh awesome <laughs> yeah so the one that you built for this weekend or that you brought out uh that was the you said it's tsx bottom end tsx bottom to, end. T- that was like a, that's a, like a 2.4 liter yep and it revved to what 8200 oh man it's gotta sound so better than the, the, the thing, too, the thing right? rips and it sounds nasty yeah right? it's yeah. got going down the front straight. straight back i mean i've had a, i had a number of people just come over and be like man your car sounds like the coolest car out there <laughs> really like really i'm surprised you're not just like why do i hear VTEC out here this is a <laughs> what was, all miata event. what was really awesome though was when he he got the car the car is slightly loud but when he got it shipped to California, we were driving it around out by his aunt's house. And, like, we went to the car wash and stuff because show car, you know, we washed it up. Washed my car up, too. No big deal. But anytime we would pass a cop, you could just watch their heads just crane because the car's pretty loud. <laughs> and then they noticed there was no front plate. And then you could kind of just, like, watch them because I was following them. You'd watch them, like, crane their head as it went by. And then they'd see the Illinois plate and they just, like... Yeah, like, fuck that. <laughs> They're like, well, oh. and the car's got a big carbon APR wing on the back, too. Yeah, oh. it's not no, roll, roll bar right. and split around the front and big fat wheels and tires. Yeah. So decals, numbers on the side. So people, it kind of it kind of draws a little attention. <laughs> Just so a little bit. Tell me this. I, I've been to Laguna once. I was okay. in my Spec E30. It okay. was before I had a Cajun and everything. And I was basically like dueling with this other Miata. Okay. And both of us would completely struggle driving up the hill up to turn six. Yeah. How yours with that much horsepower? It's probably no problem. I it it's rips a up the freight hill. train. Yeah. Man. John rode with me. Awesome. So to get a chance. I think it's a ride now. But yeah, it's just you know those motors are just so torquey. And the thing is like torquey. Yeah, for a Honda. What's torque? Okay, for it's a Honda. Very, it's for very Honda. linear torque, <laughs> yeah. though. You're talking, it's very, you're, you're talking to TDI You're talking guys. an NA, <laughs> NA four-cylinder, yeah. making you know 190-wheel torques at like you know 5,000 RPM or something like that. So Yeah, and you're up in the higher rev range when right. you're out on the track, so yeah. you're getting the full benefit it's of just, any torque that they have. It's just yeah, got grunt everywhere. Room. I mean, I had the, the thing. I had to downshift in a second coming through turn 11 right before the, the front straight, and coming out of there, I just had the thing sideways so many times, yes. just all over the... Yeah. The rumble strips because oh, uh, thing you just get on it, especially in second. It's just like okay, we're well. See, hitting. the way the car's been tuned is when he hits a shift, he goes in the next gear. It's right back in the torque and the power band. 
So it just keeps pulling with each shift nice. right yeah. back in the power. Nice. Yeah. And there, there's spots where I just found with this car that because of the power band, you know, with another drivetrain, you know, even like a, a two liter instead of a 2.4, you'd probably want to hit third gear. And we just uh, we just did some testing and we're like, wow, we could just stay in fourth and it doesn't affect lap time. So you just avoid all the nonsense of upshifting and downshifting and just hang out in fourth gear and just it's it's great. That's, it gets that's it done. Super yeah, I was mowing down tons of people in that car. is great. Yeah, it was fun. We went out in like the uh, like the A group. It's pretty much just open passing, mostly race cars. And I'm taking you know potential customers out for rides the whole time. So you know we're just in like packs of spec Miatas, and of course I've got like double the horsepower. Yeah. So I'm just like trying to like find my gaps and sneak through all these guys, like eight of them in a row, just driving people crazy. crazy. The vendor fun. The vendor groups was pretty much open passing too. So you just, like, motor around somebody. Yeah, nobody cared. And especially when you see a car with a full cage in it. I'm like, okay, well, this guy's used to this. And you just come right alongside of him mid-corner and just hit the apex and just, you know, be courteous about it. Later. And they were cool about it. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> what kind of tires do you have on there right now? Uh, Maxxis RC1s. Is that a, it's a It's like an Archon. Fairly okay. new Archon. It's kind of like an NTO1 or an RA1. Okay. Um, the nice thing is they came out with them in a size that has never been available really for a street tire in our comp it's a 245 40 15 so a 245 has never really been available so you can put those on a 15 by 10 with just like a little fender rolling on that car and it's just it's awesome it's the tire yeah, everybody's good. wanted for a miata for a long time yeah, yeah the uh, things just don't wear out miata. they just it don't is. wear so out the car weighs in, nothing and we've got a friend in illinois that probably has what chris have maybe like 80 or 90 heat sessions or heat cycles <laughs> on theirs and oh, wow. they haven't fallen 80 off. 80 or 90 heat cycles. Holy yeah, it's the same thing yeah. we said. But that's like you start doing marks go and it track. goes all the way around the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Like, and they go to the track all the time. So that's I rad. I completely believe it. Yeah, I had a good huh. 12 days at least on the 225s I had on that car. And I took them off the car to put these 245s on. And I'm like, these things still have 60% yeah. of the rubber at least on them. Like, I'm pretty sure Maxis didn't pay them off because, you know, if it was 90 heat cycles, like, they wouldn't... Maxis wouldn't sell that many of them. Right, so. yeah. yeah. And they're probably a cost-effective tire, too. I've never yeah. looked yeah, at Maxis. Yeah, they're not that expensive. Yeah. Not, like, that's what actually recently... Danny were... George used to run, right? Wasn't he, like, sponsored Danny by Maxis? sponsored by Hankook. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. right, that's right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Another, another sure. orange and black... Tire yeah. Company. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've yeah. seen Maxxis before, but I don't. This I don't is their know. first. Very... This is their first tire in motorsports. Yeah, they don't much. really they've make done... like they make like, truck like drifting tires and stuff, and, like... right? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, they not... do some of that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I've seen tires. the marketing. Yeah, yeah, and then they make like really good razor tires. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, they, razor the, tires. The razors like side by sides. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're bigger in the off road. They're like in the back hall at the scene. They're with like Ling Ling or whatever. They make bicycle tires. They make a lot of bicycle tires too. So with you guys, that's it. Yeah, bicycle. They love bicycles. You know, mountain bikes and stuff. Might have seen. Oh, maybe that's where I'm seeing it actually. Yeah. So you might have you might have seen them for that. Interesting. So you had a lot of customers in your car today. Did you get any sales? You know, Anybody? it's it's funny because nobody just decides, oh, I'm just going to drop a few thousand dollars right now because I had a fun ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there were there were a, what I found is when we when I started the company, you know, a couple years ago, you know, nobody had heard of it. And people would be like, what motor is this? And what I found is 80 percent of the people that came by the tent were like, 
oh, I've seen this car. Oh, is that the car that Matt Farah drove or I read about it in Speed Hunters or I saw this or that? And people were totally geeked about it. And there were a number of people that came just, just to see the car yeah. oh, wow. just because they wanted to ride in it. So, Wait, what event know, was this again? This is Miatas at Mazda Raceway. Yeah. So it's like all Miatas, no other, no other Miatas get with or no other cars. And, and get them to send me money every time we say Miatas. At Mazda Raceway, say it correct say it. every yeah, you time. Have to say Mazda Raceway. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 don't, they don't like <laughs> it. But out in the out in the uh, Midwest, people don't know what that is. They're yeah, just yeah. like Laguna Seca. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that from Gran Turismo. Flat. Yes. How's it doing the snow? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we had. I mean, I had a couple guys. You know, I had one guy, real nice guy, that just uh, just blew up his turbo motor. And was already totally geeked about the swap that he can make the same power with like a stock Honda motor. And so he's like, "Okay, well, give me your card. I'll be in touch." <laughs> yeah. And nice. you know, we had a we had a, I had a guy from Vancouver that had come down and said, "Hey, I came down here specifically to see your car." Yeah, and he's got That's a, a long friend. Way. Yeah. yeah, he had a friend who just recently bought one of the swap kits and just got his car up and running. And so, a good following. I mean, we had. Near, we had almost every session two drivers, so I was literally coming in mid-session in hot pit lane and swapping Dang. another guy into the car, and then taking him right back. Yeah, out. yesterday I felt That's like fun. a pit crew because he'd roll in, he was and, good, like, run over, throw the door open, like <laughs> help them out of the car, get the Strapping next person in. in. It was, it was Austin great. was great, and then we used the little uh, the little chatterbox so we could have microphones nice. in the car. So I'm just giving them like the scenic guided tour, and we're just talking, and they're asking, <laughs> like, we're having like just long conversations about the swap, and oh, well, what parts are needed? And I'm just here like ripping down the course, true, like, <laughs> oh, well, you need the subframe, and this and that, and we're just ripping it past everybody, just open passing. On the and left, so. they sell hot dogs. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But that was it. I've never done that before for stuff like this, and that was really nice. No, that's to, super cool. And then, the mics. you, uh, you said you had a little mishap at the end there. Yeah, it's actually it's. Not, I mean, a not huge... with the swap, obviously. No, it, well, we put some, we changed up the motor setup a bit. We put some new Skunk Two cams that just came out and uh, made a really good power. We pulled about like twelve more wheel horsepower versus the old cams that I had in the car that I've owned for six years or something. And we we're just trying to see what it could really do. And apparently, this summer after these cams have come out, a lot of people have found that uh, they like to eat timing chain tensioners. And I had I had a tensioner fail uh, about a month ago, put everything back together. Everything ran super solid. But right at the end of the day today, same exact thing happened. So I think we bent a couple intake valves. So I got to pull the head back off and swap some more valves in there, which isn't a huge deal. But it's kind of, eh, I got to put a more burly tensioner in there if I'm going to keep running these cams. I like that you're learning the lessons that any of your customers could yes. you know, be helped by later on. So they call you to get yep. advice and you've already done all this stuff. That's and, like you know. my goal is to be like three steps ahead of my exactly. customers. Because yeah. I'm still figuring things out. But people come to me, go, hey, I want to make this much power. What do I need to do? So uh, I can at least point them in the right direction. Yeah, definitely. Well, I don't want to hijack or anything, but I, and we got six people here. That's way more than we usually have <laughs> on a podcast. So I don't know how we'll <laughs> coordinate, like who speaks up and takes over. But I'm super curious talking on the podcast about how you guys got started with the Slip Angle podcast, at least a little bit, you know, and what you I know yeah. you guys are into the track stuff and yeah. maybe a little bit about you know um, what you're stoked on. For me, it actually started last year in 2014 at the SEMA show. Uh, I was there for work for my previous day job and was walking around and ran into my buddy Chris Stewart, who runs Grid Life. So the event that you guys saw the video where the K Miata was driven, you know, Matt Farrow from the Smoking Tire was there. The, the guy that runs that was there. So I ended up like hanging out with him pretty much that, that whole week. Um, he got me some tickets to, to Global Rally Cross and got to go there and hang out with his buddy Rally Matt and stuff like that, who does a lot of filming for, for Ford. Um, so I got to go there, hang out, and 
one night, like on the train coming back, we were talking about podcasts that we liked. And so I was like, I went to Chris. I was like, dude, we should we should start a podcast sometime. And like, I was really busy with work. Chris was really busy with work and all of his events. Uh, we talked like in January uh, for a night, just kind of like planning things out. We're kind of going to do like a, a grid life kind of podcast. And I got real busy at work again. So we just kind of like tabled it. And then fast forward to the end of May of this year. Uh, and me and Chris and my buddy Adam Jabay, uh, who obviously hosts the podcast with me, who isn't here right now. He's actually flying into L.A. on Tuesday. Um, we kind of, we talked with Matt Farah, and Matt Farah was like, yeah, you guys would be awesome doing a podcast. So we kind of, Adam and I kind of just kind of took the reins, and we're like, you know, we should go ahead and do this. So we just tried it out and ended up working out pretty good. Just it, our, our idea behind it was kind of, at least at the start, was to sit around and talk, almost like you're talking to your buddies at the track when the track goes cold, you know. So drinking beer, just yeah, kind of so talking about, talking about stuff. Like your mods or whatever you're doing or your yeah. lines and all that yeah. stuff. And just about whatever, it's just all about track, whatever's going it's on. It's basically track-based, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it started off mostly track and autocross-based and club racing. You know, Adam's a club racer. I was a track guy and time attack guy that's kind of gotten out of it. Like, I'm a reformed track and autocross guy. <laughs> reformed. Yeah, I'm reformed. That's, I'm, yeah, I got to keep that. But you guys are kind of so. getting into a lot of, like, uh, more industry yeah, yeah. So what happened? Like you know, that, about right? about five weeks ago, I didn't want to say this on the podcast before uh, because I had not told my parents yet. Um, but a couple of weeks ago, uh, I and my dad actually listens to the show. Hi, surprisingly, yeah. Hi, dad. Hey. Hi, dad. <laughs> okay, love you. But a couple of weeks ago, I I lost my corporate job. Coming um, out of the podcast closet. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I uh, you know I decided to kind of take this on full steam. And we had a good thing going, and, you know, I have a, a love for photography, too. So today we took some pictures of cars and stuff, and I'm going to write some articles some on Some awesome pictures. Austin yeah. is really, really nice. good. He what took some shoot with Austin? cool stuff. Uh, right now, I had an old Nikon D300 that I still use, uh -huh. uh, but my telephoto broke. So my dad actually has an old Canon 5D that I shoot with and an 80-200-28. Yeah, yeah, 5D Classic, like 2006. Nice. The thing still takes awesome photos. Oh, Autofocus yeah. is a little slow for like panning shots, yeah. but it's still it's still a very nice camera. Yeah, so it's not good at like night when it's dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so you guys are pulling out your speedos and you're like posing in front of the exactly, exactly. and we're, stuff like we're, sunset, making, we're making a calendar. banana hammock. It's, actually, a, it's a Miata event. Really funny <laughs> <laughs> like all of our track buddies posed in front of cars. <laughs> that would be so concerning to me. <laughs> be so Sponsored by K Miata. Yeah. Actually, it could be a good podcast calendar, like <laughs> yeah. automotive podcast. <laughs> yeah. 12 months out of the year. Giveaway. What's well, real funny, like, for this event, I wanted to make stickers. You know, there's there's the stickers that's, like, the Hella Flesh dudes, like, have that say, nope, fat chicks, we'll scrape. For Miata's at Mazda Raceway, yeah, Mazda Raceway, Laguna Sega, I wanted to get, no fat dudes, we'll scrape. Like, I, 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 you got to talk to Danny George. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys got to have Do our it. friend Danny George on. Yeah. Because he's a, a riot. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he's pretty he classic. He will take over an entire yeah, podcast, probably, like, and own it. Yeah. 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 Um, and so you guys, yeah, your format is similar to ours. Right. No format. Basically, just chat right. about this stuff. Right. Um, and it's working out. Like, well, how many episodes are you guys in? We, You're pretty good, right? This will be our 23rd episode, actually. Okay, yeah. So cool. we're we're trying to get, like, one, one out a week. Um, sometimes it's a little yep. more. Uh, more recently because I haven't been working, so I'm treating this as a full-time job. So I'm actually on the road right now. I'm one week into like a three-and-a-half-week road trip. 
was going all around the country um, doing podcasts. I actually drove out here to Santa Cruz from Atlanta. So and you're driving your polluting, killing all the birds. Yes. polluting that's, across that's the That's the US. biggest thing I was Rolling worried cold. about, actually, was the car. Like, if I go any more north than this, I'm afraid it's going to, like, keyed and, like, yeah. brick thrown no, through the windshield. No, it's the riots like, where you're driving through, yeah. everyone in the street is, like, put, tipping you over. Well, and when I got up here, uh, driving up the 5, I guess they were doing some construction or something, and there was, like, black soot all over the back of the car and the sides, so it wasn't me polluting. Well, he drove through some nasty construction Yeah, tar yeah and it was, it was raining yeah. a little bit, too. It, but it looked like it was just like a big diesel truck. It was truck, like someone just, sprayed yeah. like Plasti Dip on the car Man. real loosely, like... Because if you try to put your thumb on it, it wouldn't come off. So you had to use like some sort of water-based solvent to get it off. So I saw some everyone, guy with that, yeah. Just to let everyone know, Austin drives a 2014 14 Jetta TDI sport, sport wagon. wagon. Yeah, six-speed manual. Six-speed manual. White with corn-so beige interior, which is what I, I regret the most. Is the, the, oh, the beige. Yeah, the beige be, interior. Must be hard to keep clean. It's, it's awesome in, the, in like, the heat of the summer, yeah. but it is a pain to keep clean. And then you're on like uh, some coilovers or something yeah so just like last week my buddy chris damon um shout out to chris helped me put some ast uh essentially ast 4100s on there they're actually volkswagen racing line shocks but well, the thing cool. rides oh, great the thing is so awesome i actually they Through came the in late i was leaving on monday uh to come out on this trip uh but i actually i was at daytona last weekend which some of our listeners may know but yours probably don't um, was at Daytona International Raceway last weekend for the SCCA National Championships. Oh, nice. So I was there doing a podcast there. And then throughout the week, as I've been driving, you know, probably 38 hours of driving, had a lot of time to think. And I was like, you know, maybe I should try and, like, shoot cars and talk to more people and stuff, like, on the way out here. So I completely, like, just brainstormed this whole idea. Like, my buddy John here was with me on Monday, and I was super stoked then. And then he got here, like, on Friday, and I picked him up at the airport, and I was even more stoked. So <laughs> it was like... It was great. Nice. And you you told me just a second ago you were walking around this weekend with a cowboy hat and two yeah. reporters. Yeah, or I'll have to show you guys a picture of Austin. It is adorable. <laughs> Actually, well, I'll pull it up real quick and send it around. But <laughs> nice. we'll, we'll post it on our Instagram. <laughs> yeah. please, please do uh. this. It's... It's priceless. And then My, I, I actually I put it out that you guys were on the show today. Yeah. You know, we were going to do a joint. And there was one guy commented and he said he listened to both of us religi- religiously. So, oh, I saw that. That's good. Go. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. yeah I was like, saving him some time here. Woo. Yeah, exactly. And, and he said, talk about, talk about racing stuff. He and said, he go said, over go time. Racing yeah. stuff. Go long. Yeah, here you go. There's the, the photo of me. Oh, I like the pose, too. Yeah, wow. My old cowboy Long hat. XLR cables. Isn't yeah. cute? So I, I look like a complete like audio jockey, like at, at some sort of film shoot. But so you would whip out a mic for them to have, and you <laughs> yeah. would have your own mic, and you just like, like shoot pretty your much, shit, like a grip or something. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So my favorite part of uh, of the timing for this uh, trip, though, was actually <laughs> was actually Thursday. So originally, I I left John's house Tuesday morning um, and drove to Phoenix, which in was Dallas? like sixteen, yeah, yeah, in sixteen Dallas. and a half hours. Completely sucked. But I was super amped when I got there. Like, stayed up talking to my buddy Jamie Lugo, who's been on the, the podcast before. Uh, stayed up, you know, until like 1.30, just shooting the shit with him. And woke up, and he was like, dude, let's go hang out. So I was going to wake up and drive, like, up towards this way. That totally didn't happen. So, like, <laughs> 8 o'clock that night, I was like, oh, I need to take a nap. So I took a two-hour nap. 
Wait, then well, let's, up. let's back up for a second because <laughs> I had I had shipped the car to California. I didn't even trailer it. I had a flight coming in at ten thirty a.m. Yeah, that morning, like the next morning, Thursday morning. So I was like, man, I gotta get there to pick David up. This is eight p.m. <laughs> the night before. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, dude, I'll be there. It's like a road trip up. movie. It's like, or something. like Enterprise, yeah. Enterprise rental car. We'll pick you up. You know? <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, we might I be a little late. <laughs> So I was like, man, I got to get there. So it's like at 8 o'clock, I was like, man, I got to take a nap. And so I went and took a two-hour nap. I'm sitting on my couch, and Austin texts me. I'm going to take a nap. And I haven't even left for the airport. You know, I got a, <laughs> oh, a four-hour flight or whatever. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? What? You still in Phoenix? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like a 12-hour drive. So I yeah. leave there a little before 11 p.m. and drive straight through from Phoenix to the San Francisco airport. Wow. Take a couple stops, like to take pictures here and there. Like I think I sent you. Yeah, some I of the saw you took some routes. I mean, yeah. cool shots again yeah. with the speedo standing yeah. in front of famous bridges. Yeah, they were great. So hot. Yeah. They were great. Yeah. Uh, racecarswithspeedos.com. <laughs> quick plug. Um, anyway, I, I roll up. Like, I'm talking to David on the phone. I'm like, hey, man, like, right around the corner. And he was like, dude, I just walked up. And so, like, literally walked outside no the way. door. Like, 20 seconds later, I roll up. I'm coming down the escalator <laughs> with my suitcase. I'm and he's like, I'm like, he's like, I'm just pulling it up to Terminal 1. And I'm like, okay, I'm just walking out the door at Terminal 2. From <laughs> one minute later, he just comes rolling in. Absolutely insane. I, I picture you, you leaning back, snoozing with your eyes closed, just slowly driving, well, like, two crazy, miles an like, hour. I, David will tell you, like, I didn't sleep. Like, we went and hung out with his family, and, like, <laughs> I did not go to bed until, like, a normal time. Actually, we Dang. stayed up and talked until, like, what, like, midnight? Yeah. That yeah. is dedication. Yeah, we were yeah. sitting so outside. Of, like, those 38 hours, I was up or asleep only for, like, two of them. So how long have you been a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> that is making podcasts and K24 swaps happen. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? K24? K24. 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 Yeah. K20 is right. the two liter. K24 is the 2.4. Good. I don't know where they came up with that. Holy cow. <laughs> so, but, yeah. That was good, Brian. You almost sounded like you knew what you were talking about. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, it really blows our minds, though, Like that we're sitting here with you guys. Like It is gorgeous around here. You know, I like yeah. listened to you guys before I ever even like was like, huh, maybe I should start a podcast. Like, yeah, cool. It's so, funny how yeah. easy it is to start a podcast, right? No, like, don't you... tell people that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> don't tell people that. <laughs> I mean, it is easy, it's, but it's, it's kind of hard. hard. Like, it's super hard. To get, like, how, how do I do this? Yeah. Like, we were recording on this little recorder <laughs> for like 55 episodes yeah, yeah. just a hundred hundred dollar task yeah. cam the first recorder. time the first time i turned it on and you guys had changed the you know yeah. gotten a mixer just a couple weeks ago i was like holy crap like, like changing my world is turned upside yeah. down <laughs> um i remember one of the worries or we started it actually lane and i were commuting and we ended up talking about cars for an hour and a half straight. So you guys like carpool? Is we that commuted? We were just in the same. We were just in the same. We both have Jetta TDIs. Yeah, and we just switch off looters and we drive each other to work. We work like uh, five miles from one another. Okay, so we just it's an hour and a half commute each way. Hashtag oh, commuterpolluters.com. dot com. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we just be talking about I'll cars. So like, we just uh, put the task cam on the windshield with some. With a you know suction cup suction or whatever cup mount, and we just start talking about cars, and that was kind of our trial <laughs> podcast. But <laughs> yeah, never we're like out in the ether or anything. Yeah. It's just like re- it's on my computer. Like but. post it, post it in the archives. Now. I know it's, just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a not lot so of dead, good. Yeah, dead air and yeah, a lot of us like saying stuff we shouldn't say <laughs> on on air. But it proves that it's like we can talk about cars with yeah. no effort for an hour and three hours basically every single day. Yeah. Like, why not just get together and record it and then see what happens? And so we were in the beginning, we were like, okay, well, we'll try it. 
maybe we'll get like seven episodes in and we'll run out of stuff to talk about. But I mean, we still, I don't know. Yeah, we still 70, fill the time like, like 77. <laughs> okay. Cool. And, uh, I mean, every week we just have nothing to talk about. Yeah. We sit down, <laughs> and then we end up just babbling on for an hour and a half to two hours about nothing. That's so. usually what Adam and I are like. We're like, uh, we need to find somebody to talk with us this week. Or like, yeah. sometimes we we keep like Adam and I keep going back. We, we're like, dude, we need to like kick it old school and just have one where like you and I talk. And we oh, still you been do able to do it. You do mostly interviews then. Um, no, like, more, like, more like guests. Yeah, like we kinda... do these we do these party podcasts too. Whenever we're with the track, so like I don't know. If oh. you saw yeah, I saw the Daytona one. I started listening to yeah, a Daytona one. the ones from like ITR Expo and Hana Meet and like stuff like that. Those are the real crazy ones. It's out of hand. I think one was yeah. title the shit show or something. Or I don't know, yeah, like, they're uh, or a bunch of idiots, right? Yeah, yeah, that was the one from from ITR Expo. Actually. One and two. Yeah, the two parter. It's two hours and forty two minutes total. <laughs> um, wow. From from. From ITR Expo at Gingerman Raceway in Michigan, oh, okay. which I also drove to from Atlanta. And Gingerman, that's where Grid Life was, right? Yeah, yeah. that's where the last two like main main events for Grid Life. With the whole music festival yeah. and the whole, I mean, you're talking four or five thousand people out there. Yeah, so not which just sounds a, not insane just a, to me. That's it was at the little club course that's just like a in the middle of middle of nowhere. So for mean, for those of you listening, for the most most part, people at Slip Angle. Uh, know what grid life is but for your listeners i, I don't know what grid life is, is. Grid yeah. life is an event that was created to kind of keep our sacred honda meet event so there's what used to be called west michigan honda meet in west michigan uh there's a bunch of like track dudes tracking hondas hanging out slowly started getting really big like this year i think it sold out in like 50 minutes yeah something like that but they wanted like chris the organizer uh had some like big ideas but he wanted to keep grid life or keep honda meet sacred so he was like, dude, we'll just do this like grid life thing. So the first year was last year, uh, 2014, in May. And there were, I think, like 1,800 people there. Y- yeah, at I least. think somewhere around that. Are we talking about I don't understand show? how that works. So, like so, people driving? No, I mean, basically what no. Chris has done is he's. He's combined kind of like all of like this automotive culture where like he's got Forza a car Horizon. show. Yeah, I was going to say, it's he's like got Forza a car Horizon. show. Yeah. Car show, drifting, he's got time attack, HPDE, and a music festival. So there's Dang. five, five pillars of And you of camp life. out, right? It's yeah, you camp camp. A lot of camping. Like Woodstock oh, a little bit. That sounds rad. Yeah. yeah. It's last just was, a crazy time. Yeah. So last year it was. I heard what, it rained, one, right? It rained this year pretty bad. Yeah. Like the whole first day. Yeah. So but, the, the end of May and, and that part of the world can be real iffy. So like we woke up Sunday morning, it was like forty degrees outside. We had yes. to literally like all go hide in someone's enclosed trailer because the the rain was just going sideways, yeah. and you stand in the middle of a canopy and you just get completely drenched anyway. So yeah, it was yeah. it was pretty wild. Like one of my buddies actually uh, ended up sleeping in his E thirty six M three with the seat heaters on, but the car not on, so it like killed the batteries. Oh, oh no. <laughs> So it was it was a good time. Lane, so. Lane's gone camping in the 944, and he just oh, removed yeah? the passenger seat and put some foam down put there, foam, and it's yeah. basically like full size bed. Like, like you can, coffin. man, you <laughs> can it comfy? sleep completely yeah, stretched out. Perfect. That's Maybe cool. That's what you yeah. need, Austin. Yeah, we'll see if John wasn't with me this week. I was just gonna yeah, like John. drive the PCH <laughs> and like John. Sleep I'm a bad <laughs> friend. <laughs> yeah. Guy always ruins. Speaking, speaking of which, we need to yeah explain uh, yourself, John. John, John has Hi, some John. really really Wags. cool. Uh, John Wagliardo, also known as Wags. That's me. Wags on, wags off. So how do you fit into this, and how do you know these guys? So I fit into this because. I've known Austin. I think I met Austin about four years ago at Texas World Speedway in College Station. We were at a NASA event, 
And uh, let's see, you had your S2000 there. Yeah, yeah, I did. That was for like my fourth track day ever. And I was running a Miata of some sort, either somebody else's or my own. I don't even remember. But it was blue. Uh, we met dark out blue? there. It was dark blue. That was probably Jeff's car. Okay. Yeah, which is now an Exoset. Yeah, so, that's true. Oh, Ooh, nice. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, we can talk about that too. Uh, I love Danny's those things. Building one of those for Pikes Peak. Oh yeah. Danny has oh, Jeff's frame that got damaged in UPS. It oh got really? Scraped because he got it given to him. That's by right. So UPS damaged the frame and he ended up with it. Oh wow, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so John, John is touched. What can Brown do Danny for you? George's Exoset? Yeah, they can ruin <laughs> some Exoset frames. That's for sure. No. So uh, met Austin NASA event. And at that time, let's see, that was early 2011. I had just yeah, started like working yeah. with Brian Hanchi at uh, AST USA, so AST Suspension, uh, distributing AST shocks as the North American distributor mm. and uh, doing – I wasn't doing much then, just helping out part-time. And then within a few months, I was doing operations and running stuff. So I've been involved with Brian for the last four and a half years. Uh, we stopped distributing ASTs at the end of 2013. And started doing some of our own stuff, working with JRI, JRZ, uh, Wilbur's for, for our motorcycle stuff, and then also doing our own manufacturing. And so that be that became Hanchi Vehicle Technology. So we just call it HVT because it's easier. And uh, we do a lot of shock revalving. We'll do service on just about anything. And uh, we have an engineer named Chris who does all of our valving. He wrote a simulation. Really smart tech. Been on FSEE teams and just a dude who loves racing and pays attention to car design. He wrote this simulation for doing valving on shocks, oh, came up with it. So it's like, okay, what kind of car do you have? What does it weigh? What spring rates do you have? He writes it into the simulation, factors and motion ratios, and it spits out a curve. And then Dang. he makes a curve that fits oh, wow. what he came yeah. out with. It's That's really so cool. cool. It's stuff. really nice. Yeah. And so Chris is just he's, – he's just a magician when it comes to that stuff. So I'll do sales and operations, and I, I do it. I do it part time now. I have a full time job doing. So what's your market stuff. like? Are you guys? Uh, is it all race cars, or is it? I mean, what kind of cars? Or for a long everything? time, it was it was a lot of half and half. I mean, primarily sports cars. Uh, then that's our big thing. Whether it's it's all the different types of BMWs, Porsches, Miatas, you know, anything. If guys are tracking it and it's got volume, then we were working with it in some way or another. Get your um, guys Jettas hooked up for your commutes. I know, dude. No, yeah. we need yeah. the 944 and the M3 hooked up for the commutes. That's <laughs> 944, no problem. We've got yeah. stuff for that. Nice. M3, E30, no problem. E36, yeah, E36 M3? M3? Oh, yeah, no problem. We've got stuff for that. One. Yeah, that's interesting to have a simulator. Like constant, Like when I'm, you know, driving the roads, like I'm, I'm always saying, like for my E36 M3, it's mostly a commuter car that I want to be able to use on the track. So I'm thinking, like, okay, what am I going to – like, on a track, maybe you would tune the suspension to the most difficult part of the track, like where you want to beat somebody in the corner or something, uh, and then, you know, work with it everywhere else. And so I'm wondering, like, how that applies to maybe my commute, too. Like, what is – it would be rad to monitor, like, what's the biggest dip that I got to go over? Like, how much travel do I really need? Yeah. And how can I valve it, like set up my suspension just for this, and then <laughs> so yeah. like be able to be fine ship. after? He's been like, a, that's something that doesn't exist. That bump, I'm going to come back and <laughs> measure well, that shit. We um, have an hour and a half to drive know, each yeah. way, so your mind can it's wander. Yeah, and my, my cassette deck doesn't, you know, when I don't have a driving wall <laughs> awesome or deck. a slip yeah. ankle <laughs> going podcast to listen to, it's nothing. What year you know? is this? I wish, <laughs> Dude, I it's, wish a 40, it was... it's a 944. It's the mid-80s, right? Mine's a 95, yeah. Okay, mid-90s now. Original tape deck. You know, so there's, there's a big difference in suspension, um, you know, going from a lower end suspension to a, a higher a mid range suspension The just changing the struts out on my wagon 
to the AST struts from the H&Rs that, that are made by Bilstein. Like, they were nice before. But changing them going to something nicer, night and day difference. Huh. Well, there's a, and there's I a can dramatic... Say, I mean, I have a set of the HVT shocks on my Miata. And so you guys have probably heard of 949 Racing, the big Miata yeah, yeah. company. Um, they do the south. wheels, right? Yeah, yeah the, the UL's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're actually just with Emilio all weekend. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So, and yep. that's just a dude who just made that wheel up, right? Kind yeah, of, like, sort of. Like, like an engineer guy. They've got quite, quite, the, model, yeah. quite the company now. They're okay, pretty, yeah. pretty big powerhouse. Yeah. actually yeah. retired like, professional cyclists. They used to ride for GT. He's a really smart guy. But they actually, yeah. I, I wish you guys could have come down this weekend. They had a... They had their new ND Miata that was wrapped in orange, oh, cool. and had some of their suspension that they're developing, and some of their new wheels and everything. Like, and it was they were ripping around in it. it looked, yeah, it looked that like was, it was fun. Up. Yeah. yeah, they're I trying to get driving. the ECU sorted yeah, the out. Tune. The the yeah. new NDs got uh, integrated yaw sensors and then traction control, oh. and it started freaking out when the first time you drop into the corkscrew and then go down, you know, turn nine, and it's got just crazy G forces. Computer freaks out. It shut the car oh off God, when I was wrecking. in the car with him. <laughs> Real, it's, oh, like, shit. Is this a stock suspension or this is like full race car? No, it's not a full race car. It's a street car that uh -huh. he just put some prototype shocks on, okay. bigger wheels bar. and tires, so got rid of all bigger that brakes. Mean, all that roll. Yeah, the car feels good. Yeah. I mean, they were getting it dialed in, but the computer was like, clearly this car's crashing. We're, it's freaking yeah. out. So it yeah. shuts <laughs> the car off. We are going and to so die. And so he just gets offline, and I'm in the car it with him. crashing or something. It, it if, just if, it was a GM, if it was a GM, yeah. he'd be getting a call from OnStar. All the airbags deploy. <laughs> yeah. Is everything okay? You were saying about your Miata, though, like oh. once you put the suspension on. Yeah, I mean, I'll just say, because your point about having something that rides nicely on the street. So I had, you know... When I first had this car, just had no plans of swapping it. Just had like a basic, like a Coney yellow shock and some ground control, uh, you know, the the box springs, and you know, like a 440 pound front spring and a 300 pound rear spring or something. And I and I stepped up. So basically, 949 Racing, they uh, HVT basically does like this private label type deal with 949 Racing, where they build these shocks to. Uh, 949 specs for Miatas. And so I buy these shocks, the 700-pound, 400-pound spring rates, and the car just drove so much better down the street. Just, you know, bump, I mean, stiffer rates for sure. Now I've upped the rates even more. Um, and so it's really, I mean, John can speak a lot more to that, but I can just say, like, you find a really good, high-quality shock, it's going to kind of do both things well. I mean, it's got crazy. You know, 20 clicks of adjustment, and you can put that thing at, like, almost full soft, and it feels like mush on the streets. Huh. And then I, I can't even, like, it's drive really it. It's really yeah. Sounds yeah. beautiful. I'm going to have to... Yeah, uh, I, know. I know. <laughs> yeah. So John can <laughs> tell you all about why. Aren't really cutting it. Yeah. No, but, like you, the the car. If you put like a suspension setup similar to what's on my car, like it'll rock. There's a there's a dramatic difference when you get into a really quality damper, and yeah. it's it, it's all because of the type of pistons that are being used and the way that they're valved. And so what the, to the point David's saying with when you get into that realm where you have to bridge a gap where you have a very broad range of customers that are street guys or track guys. And you have a shock that's capable of doing both things because you've got you know twenty clicks of adjustment where every single click is high enough fidelity that you can tell a difference. And when you run it on the dyno, you see a difference. Yeah. When you get some of the cheaper dampers, 
they'll say, you know, we have 20 clicks or we have 30 clicks, and you check it on they a dyno, and yeah. half of the clicks work, and then they just get to a point where it does nothing. Huh. Yeah. Huh. And so when we developed the package in relations with, you know, 949, Emilio's giving us feedback. He's like, okay, it does this thing's good, but it does this specific thing, and I want you guys to give it, you know, either no, more low speed or a little bit more high speed here. And then Chris or Brian make the changes to it, and then he says, okay, it's good. He puts a stamp of approval on it. And then now what he does is he puts spring packages together, and he says, okay, street guy, you're going to run these rates. Track guy, you're going to run these rates. But if you want to go to the track, and even if you're running Put the softer rates, setting. yeah, you've got enough you know, valving range and damping range yeah. to turn the chocks up or turn them down. And, oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, it kind of rides like a Cadillac on the street because yeah. – that's how good it's valved. That's well, pretty great. I lumps that you can't feel and like. Yeah, it's like I love that a McLaren or something, right? It's like so smooth. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, my Miata right there. Well, even now, there's some like there's <laughs> exactly. some like electronically controlled shocks that are out there that I know John's experimented with. Yeah, before. we've been working the with electromagnetic them. stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, ma yeah Magride and stuff. Uh, no, we're not doing anything with the uh, not anything magnetic. Th this is specifically stuff that Tractive developed. So it has a there's a valve in the shock. It's it's kind of similar to the electronic Bilstein valve, but it works at a much faster speed. It works at like six milliseconds. And by the way, all of the stuff that you're saying is completely going over my head. So like, I have no, <laughs> no, that's okay. Stuff is like it complete magic to yeah. me. I'll simplify it in real simple terms. It's <laughs> no, I mean just, maybe our listeners know. I'm just saying that for me, if you see a blank stare, just, I have no idea. What no, any that's of these okay. That's rebound okay. settings. Just let him talk, Brian. Just let him talk. This isn't like a servo that adjusts it. No, it's like it's it's sensing. It's an internal valve that yeah. has an accelerometer in it. Oh, okay. And yeah. so it, there's a unit. It's at the base of the shaft, so it's internal to the shock, has the accelerometer. There's a wire going through the center of the shaft that then connects to a uh, like a telemetry unit. And, oh, wow. And then it has a, a little remote control that you can change your settings on the fly, and it's changing actual damping. So it's Dang. oil flow through that electronic valve, and the valve just has like a has like a little window. We'll just keep it simple. That window <laughs> opens and closes, and then based upon how much it's open or closed, it depends on how much oil is being flowed. And that's it. You're just controlling oil flow. Yeah. Just like through that. Shim. It's so it's, simple. And you can put it. The so system, simple. Yeah. The system, you can almost install it on, on any vehicle, too. Yeah, I mean, we've huh. done, I don't know how many setups we've done, but we've got like an, we've got an off-the-shelf kit for the GTR that's awesome. We've done even the new S550 Mustang. That was the first one that I actually did an installation on, as well as drove. And it's, it's really hard to put it into, pers like, just to give you a perspective of how good it is, when you ride on the new, uh, it's like it was the new 5.0 Mustang, so the S550 chassis. Yeah. You ride on the OEM shocks, and you're like, okay, this isn't bad. You know, for OEM, it's okay. We looked at the, the damping curve on it. We're like, you know, we can do better than this. And we put the electronic shocks on it, and they're, they're three-way adjustables, so they have a reservoir, and then you've got your high speed and low speed. But you can still control pitch, roll, dive, and everything through the electronic adjustment. And then it's got a range of, of adjustments inside each of those. So for, let's say, pitch, you can make it have you know a little bit or go up to a lot. Rolls the same way. And you're controlling the motion of the car as well as how much force you want in the, in the shocks themselves and the damping curve. And so you want to go right on the street, run it full soft, put, the, put it on the lowest setting for damping, for pitch and roll, and... I'm, I'm not kidding. It's like a Crown Vic. It rides like a Crown Vic on the street. But it, what's gnarly about it is the first time you yank that car over in a turn, it is completely flat. Yeah. It, so it, it sense, boggles your mind. It, it, because the yeah. accelerometers and everything are sensing that, and they just change it all for you. Exactly. Wow. And the so other thing that's cool crazy. is pretty, pretty crazy. what stuff. you can also do with it is you can do custom tunes, and you can base it upon, if you're looking at like the equivalent of a G-circle or friction circle, and you can say, okay, 
if we get X amount of dive at this G-force, ramp the curve up. And so what we specifically did is there's an American iron racer in Texas, Mike Patterson, one of our uh, big testers. He had a problem where when he would race an AI, all the Ford racing guys, they'd just plug in the Ford racing computer, and they'd outbreak him by two car lengths. And on the Gen 4 Camaro, like, you can't just go buy an ECU for it and, or, you know, for an ABS computer and make it better. So what we did is we said, okay, we're going to ramp up the, uh, the dive in the front, so, you know, anti-dive in this case. So when it gets to X amount of braking Gs, it's going to ramp the force up on the shocks, and that allows the nose of the car to just stay more flat. It didn't dive as hard, put more traction through the wheels, actually helped kind of keep the balance a lot more stable, and he was able to make up that difference with just the shock technology. Hmm. Wow, that's, really, that's impressive. Really neat so, stuff. I've, I've been able to actually drive a system that's very similar, and John and I have talked yeah. about this. Um, but it was just absolutely amazing. So somebody, somebody had actually taken the same shocks that were on the, what was it, Porsche Spider, like Carrera Spider? The, the Boxer Spider. Yeah, yeah the PASM yeah. system. You'd taken those and modified them to fit my FRS when I had an FRS. Um, and it was actually a fully active suspension. So I had access to the maps, to the tables. You could actually change by like tenth of G-force uh, what the shock was doing. So under diving, you could fine-tune it. Left turns, right turns. It actually got wired into the CAN bus system of the car. So it never, it never came to fruition. And unfortunately, I feel kind of bad because the first test day that I had, I kind of blew up my FRS. Oh. So yeah. So <laughs> never really got to test much more past that. But just the, the things that you can actually do with, with that type of technology, like driving the car was just absolutely amazing. I, I had it out at Roebling Road Raceway down in Savannah, Georgia, and was running like 121s, which is pretty dang fast. And I hadn't been there in like three years. And before that, like that's where I did my first track day ever. So I knew where the track went, but had never been there before and was moving super, super fast. And it wasn't even hard to drive. So if you have a good, a well-set-up, car with suspension it actually makes it even easier to drive so it, it's worth the money to spend on the setup because it will make you faster give you more confidence in the car and Absolutely. you know it's it's just it's you're less fatigued when you get out because you're not working so much behind the wheel yeah it's more fun um, usually yeah. i yeah. mean yeah yeah so especially like in doing instruction because i'll i do instruction austin's done some instruction i know david has too and you get a customer who maybe they're the, it's their first time that they've ever been to the track and they're running a cheap setup that's not set up well. And I tell them, I'm like, you get a car that's balanced that you don't have to focus on worrying about, well, this is the limitation of the car. If the car works right, you're going to learn to drive not only quicker, but it's just going to make it easier for you to do it. Yeah, yeah. I And I love that idea. Like, there's a lot of times, I mean, in my simplistic view of suspension, it's like full of compromises. Like I can throw this stiffer suspension on, which is going to be great for the track, but terrible for the street. I love the idea of just like, uh, throw money at it and no compromises. You're winning in both areas. Like I think of that in a small way with brake fluid, like just throw the high temp brake fluid in. Yeah. There is no, you just throw a little extra money and there, there are no compromises. It's only good. You know, you're just paying for extra. Well, to give you an example, like the, the AST struts that I put on the front of my car, I drove them out here one click off of full soft. Two clicks off of full soft is, is too stiff. Wow. Yeah. And that one click is just, it rides just right. Like, so I'm using the bottom end of the range. And John and I were actually talking about maybe trying to figure out how to 
open it essentially, up a little well, bit. Well, change yeah. change yeah. the adjustment adjustment range. We would we essentially we we would either uh, change the adjustment range to get more it, softer one. Yeah, because they're yeah. they're meant for a GTI race car. Okay. And my sport wagon, I like to drive it like a GTI race car, but it is not a GTI race yeah. car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are, are there any times when people? So it sounds like what you're talking about is a le- like you set maps and it's all electronic, like on the fly adjustments in the shock. Are people controlling? The, the shock damping, like, during a lap where they're making well, changes? The computer is. I know there's that option, but is there any... Like, manually Yeah, changes? is there any benefit to adjusting per certain corners or anything like that? Oh, so what you were talking about earlier, uh, where you had, like, a specific corner, or are you saying as no, far well, as yeah, on the fly adjustment? I, like, if, if, if there would be any... You're saying on the fly. On the fly. Like, well, what, what I think about, and I could be tripping here, but old DTM cars, yeah. back in the 90s, they had... I think it was literally like a manual lever that they would pull, and it would change the uh, mounting point for the uh, sway bar. for the sway bar. Yeah, and I think oh, they would change that during hmm. during the lap. Like they still they have would that V8 to... supercar. Oh, do they? Yeah. yeah. So I think during the lap, maybe you're tuning. Maybe you tune the car once for the track and then leave it. He or, just doesn't want to stop on his hour and a half commute. He just wants to be able to like he has this one no, turn. So, so <laughs> I think I think I, I think He's, I know what you're saying. So like are people to, just turning a dial during well, the lap to give their Bluetooth. advantages? They they're not turning a dial. They're using that little that little remote control I was telling you about. Oh, okay. So we did a Mini Cooper customer. Uh-huh. Uh, we did a setup for him, and we mounted it right on his dash. And he's a NASA racer. He races like GTS3. And that was one of the things I told him. I made a write-up, and I said, when you go and test this on the first day, since I can't be there, here's how you do it one step at a time. Start with the shock setting and try it. And then when you get the shock setting good, add a little bit of pitch. And then if that feels good, uh, you know, add a little bit of anti-roll and, and so forth. And you can and, watch the lap timer on your and, car exactly. and be like, I'm and, getting through this a little bit faster. And he has this little fob, and it's crash got... Crash as you're adjusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they got, he's calling and texting with you, like, so, what should I do next? So, Brian, I think what he's saying is, like, you use that to set it up to, like, yeah, and your, then you're pretty the much basic leave parameters, yeah. Yeah. and then you leave it because it does everything else on its own after right. that. So I don't think on our on your commute to work, I don't think you're going to be like adjusting shit. Mid <laughs> turn, or you, will you know? You I'm could just though. If on the you racetrack, could. if there's any advantage to changing it during certain, you know, you well there is. There's a huge advantage actually, but in a lot of racing classes, uh, active can't. suspension that you can adjust while you're driving are actually outlawed. Yeah, it's, oh, so no this shit. is okay. this is a so, semi-active so is tele- setup. Yeah, so good. Yeah. So is telemetry and a lot of yeah. like pro or and a lot of amateur. Well, and a lot of pro stuff. Yeah, because technically with this system, if you would tie in some sort of GPS, it could change. You could have a different setting for each for corner. each corner. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you could exactly. For the yeah. whole track. Isn't that yeah. a Which thing, John? Yeah. Where it's you outlawed. can just buy GPS. Basically, you can have the damping change. Yeah, per it sounds corner. like you they have a Bluetooth setup that we've been trying to get, and we've just had issues. Issues getting it in time and getting it set up. One of my customers, Andy Hollis, yes. is is playing around with that. That's right. And uh, this is a guy, you know, one lap of America. Yeah. Um, and he's got uh, he's got one of our swap kits and about a three hundred wheel horsepower engine uh, in the car, and the thing weighs like I don't know two thousand pounds. And he's got the kind of top of the line setup from HVT with some of this Bluetooth stuff, and he it's just. It just blows my mind. Yeah, so Andy's kind of it's very shocking. Andy's collaborating with David at K Miata. He's good friends with Emilio, so you know he th- got the shocks through nine four nine. And then Brian Hanchi, my boss, uh, is good friends with Andy. He's known Andy for like twenty years. So kind of the the, the full circle collaboration of of all the different people that are related to Andy's project. Um, it, that that's kind of the background behind it, and Andy got the uh, the it's they call it the, the technology is called actively controlled electronics. It's bytractive, so he's got the ACE setup, just ACE for short, 
and it's 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 the everything I've been describing to you guys. It's semi-active. So you know there was F1 technology in like the late '80s, early '90s. It was fully active. And from what I understand, I'm not an expert here, but from what I understand is it would control, it would actually, if, if you push the wheel up, it would push it back down. It was completely active in that oh, way. Shit. This was semi-active because of the fact that it, it only goes one way. And that's uh-huh. such a basic way. I wish I knew more about it, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's a completely different level when you get to fully active suspension. And in the end, none of this... BS matters. Like you just get out there and you drive fast. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you're, oh, my you're, lap not, time's you're not fast? supposed to think okay. about this. Stuff We're too doing much. something yeah. right. Yeah. That's yeah. just real cool. funny. Like the, the two cars that I shot today were just like cars that like no Fs were given about. You yeah, know? I yeah. To, I got a ride with uh, Andrew Kidd um, and his PTE Miata that they call Rover. Like there's like wires hanging out from under the dash and like there's no <laughs> it's a race car anymore. you it's, might yeah, get it's electrocuted like, it's just a legit race car and he can drive the snot out of it like, yeah yeah we were there like mowing down like turbo cars like this nice. andrew's awesome like i've been facebook friends with him for a couple years and he can absolutely drive so it's um it was very fun and then the other car that i got to drive actually was a another motor swapped car and john got to drive this car too it's uh the guys at V8 Roadster have actually taken an NC Miata motor and put it in an NA Miata chassis. So it's about 100, they think probably about 170 horsepower. The motor had 124,000 miles. 170 so. at the wheels is what yeah. they estimate. And yeah, a 1,950 pound, you know, 89 chassis Miata with a full roll cage. It was a retired oh, yeah. spec yeah. Miata. On oh, five-year-old yeah. Hoosiers that actually grip surprisingly well. Five-year-old Hoosiers that by the end of the day, we literally drove the tires off. Yeah, it separated the picture. tire in yeah. the right rear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the sidewall's just blown out. Yeah, like, oh, it just separated. Must have been a fun day. Yeah, Dang. successful weekend. So, so yeah, it was, it was a very fun car to drive. Yeah, that sounds really fun. Yeah, I and I actually, I got to record my first, first video ever. You know, I took our podcasting stuff and did like a mini like podcast. While I was driving it, so twenty nice. minute session, got some some voiceover and got some video. So you had some in car footage or what? Like Go- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I had GoPro. a GoPro. I had a GoPro like right by my chin on my helmet, and then yeah. I had a another competitive camera. Uh, sorry, Brian. Yeah, uh, we will not name on the roll him, bar yeah. on the roll bar, uh, and then a GoPro on the outside of the car too. So nice. That's I don't. Fun. I don't even know how to edit video, but I'm gonna find out. I'm it's gonna figure nice. it out. What sucked though? I tried to get the the Adobe like cloud creative suite yeah that's my what computer's I got. my computer's too old man uh, you gotta, you oh you so, yeah so uh, yeah uh, so yeah creative the creative suite's pretty rare yeah so. yeah so like so i had to like find all my old files for my my lightroom photoshop 2 and put them on the computer so i could use it or light sorry photoshop lightroom 2 like back in the that's day like, that i was using like 2008 2009 yeah, yeah. so my my full photo setup is from like Pre 2010, I stopped doing photography when I graduated college in 2010. So, completely, yeah. completely the new stuff's rad, and we use uh, Audition also to use, like edit yeah. our podcast. Yeah, well, that, I was like so. 50 bucks. Like, I can just get the full suite. I can do yeah. everything. Yeah, it's like a one Pretty man rad. stop with Adam. You know, me and yeah. Adam can just like take on the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so here you go. It's gonna be fun. So the the plan is to like do these like little trips like this. Like every, I don't know, every quarter, take like a three or four week road trip some part of the country. Find guys that are doing cool stuff and hang out with them and have some of my buddies fly in and out. So I don't Shit. Have to be alone yeah, all I mean, try all these different tracks. Like, yeah, that's pretty rad. Yeah. So I think that's I in think a that's perfect a platform. world. I think right. that's a platform that I'm gonna try and stick with. Just do that. Just like go for it. Like drive people's cars, write articles, be everywhere. Yeah. So sounds like a kind plan. of insane. Like I'm actually really surprised at myself. I've I've never been one to like take risks a whole lot, except for behind the <laughs> wheel of a car, especially when the car is not mine. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Why would you want to do that to your own car? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? 
So well, so far, so good, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's going yeah. pretty good. We're like a week into this now. Uh, a week ago, I was laying in my bed like, man, I got to fall asleep. I got to fall asleep. I got to wake up and drive to Dallas and see John. So, so far, it's been going pretty good. So, That's awesome. What really what surprised me, though, too, like, I know you guys take, like, tons of pictures of cars for your Instagram and everything, and there's tons of awesome stuff out here. Uh, John and I noticed it, though, like, coming down. And John said he gets us in Dallas a little bit, but I saw tons of cars with, like, track day stickers, like, oh, yeah. like number stickers, like, on the car, on the windows. And I'm just like, holy crap, man. Like, I don't know if you guys see that a whole lot. But yeah. the best one, though, I saw a a Polestar, a Volvo Polestar V60 wagon. I don't yes. know if you saw it on, on my Facebook at all. Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, saw a Polestar V60 wagon in front of the Guitar Center in San Clemente. With the autocross numbers yeah. on it. Yeah. On yeah. The well, windshield. no, it wasn't autocross. No. It was track day. It was track day. Yeah, it was track day oh, decals. Cool. Yeah, and it was on yeah, Pilot Super Sports. I was like, yeah. man. Nice. That's what I wanted to get before I got the sport wagon. But like, I, was like, I was like a yeah, poor dude, a little man. Yeah, I was like, I could buy two of my wagons for one of those. But you you actually made it here to Santa Cruz. <laughs> yeah, the Volvo, Polestar, maybe I not. Know. I don't know. I feel like your TDI is more reliable. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's a total um, misconception. But I mean, I, I polluted the crap out of the country on the yeah. way here. But yeah. Yeah. We all know hey, that. It, it, only cost me, it, less, it cost me less than 150 bucks to get from L.A. to San Francisco. That's insane. Yeah. So No, from, no, uh, from, no, no, from no, no. Atlanta. Atlanta. Sorry. Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta to San Francisco. Still, another thing that has an A and an L in it, just <laughs> backwards. Basically the oh, same LA. place. So yeah, 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 man. It was super cheap. I made it a couple hundred miles on 150 <laughs> I 15 miles per gallon. I think yeah, absolutely not. Uh, it cost as much. I, as I think it, like a Cessna would have been cheaper for that. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, yeah, Warren's just a bitter ex Volvo owner. So past, yeah. yeah, past the rear wheel drive era, I'm over Volvo. Just oh yeah, were you a former up. brick guy? Yeah, well, I had a V70R, and it just was a nightmare car. It was a '99, but. I just now they have the Prancing Moose logo on it. No, oh come on, man! (laughs) I was a sweet speed guy. Um, (laughs) No, I uh, yeah, I was a big Volvo fan. I still am, but older stuff. And since they've been bought by the Chinese, and I I think they're coming out with some new cool stuff though. Isn't there the new new, XC90? That thing looks sick. I saw like an off-white one the other day. It might have been I don't know. Might have been like beige. Whatever my eyes. It looks cool, but could you really recommend that car? I I mean, would you really tell somebody? I've heard it's. I don't know. Turbo N supercharged? I don't, yeah, but they've been doing Volkswagen's been doing that forever. I mean, I've got a couple good. friends that have a ton of money that could just deal with it. And be, right. Yeah, if it's under warranty, I guess who cares? Yeah, but. I mean, it, and it'd be kind of cool for me to be like, yeah, you guys should get that because I've always wanted one. Wait, what, I'm not going to yeah, buy one myself. Lease it anyway. What I'm Volkswagen not buy one myself. is Turbo N supercharged? Um, all the the European, like the the Jettas overseas and stuff, they have a turbo supercharger combo. They're huh. twin charged yeah, in Europe. What? So in like I don't know where it's like Malaysia and all those. All those little Jettas over there, they're like a smaller displacement engine. I don't know what the a size 1.3 is. 1.3 liters. Yeah, or whatever. And they're a, they're a twin charger. So it's the supercharger to, to build up those. the power low and then the turbocharger. Even if we like don't get the whole so car, we need to get one of those exactly. motors. Is, yeah. But why? So that's what wrong. all the new Volvos are four cylinders in that, in that XC90. Oh, are they that's really? That's crazy. That's yeah. It's got to weigh so much. Yeah. They have like 400. The one has 400 and something horsepower. Jeez. Yeah, it's. Wow. I had and no that's idea with an that electric was motor. Elect- so it's a twin charger plus an. I think it has an electric helper motor, Jeez. like a Porsche 980. It's like what really? kind of technology? We'll just put wow. How many thing things that you do you have to go wrong? Yeah. 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 yeah, well, it's that a. It's a so it's stressful. You lease. Yeah, exactly. You lease that car. Yeah, you yeah. absolutely do. Yeah. 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 CarMax warranty. Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's all you want. No, thank you. Just wait yeah. to buy it used. Like N A. Yeah. Learning Doug Demiro. teaching teaching enthusiast things all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So do you see? Do you see where he took his Hummer to the drag strip? 
Yeah, I think he ran. Like He's got a 22 Hummer. Yeah, it was like twenty two. He got down to a twenty two. Yeah, he has a Hummer H one. He ran a twenty two. The video. Yeah, <laughs> was, I dude, thought that we're talking about wheel flying. size or something. He was flying. Well, like I thought his, I thought his Hummer was a diesel, but it's actually like a just a V eight gasser. Oh, yeah. is it really? So, yeah, yeah. So it's like super H2? slow. The diesels are H2. no H one. H one. The military are yeah. so slow. Interesting. Yeah. Our buddy had one uh, several years ago. Yeah. And I mean, it's basically a worthless vehicle, you know? It's like yeah. super military, but... Those are all of a sudden getting quite the collectability. I'm sure they are. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so badass. Even H2s, which I never thought would happen, but H2s oh, are God, like more me. than lists Dude, because really? they're all like blinged out. Like all the, the well, you can't, you can't get really them anymore. No, you can't. And that's, I think, why. It's just this last of that shitty SUV... You know, American. And if you find a stock one, I mean, that's right. probably impossible. That's, that's probably more difficult, yeah, right? Yeah, then yeah. it's the higher value. Yeah. I was they all have thirties. In my wife's car, she has like some, like hip hop or whatever the the local top forty station on. That's your and station. It's, uh, rent, you know, the rent a wheel commercial comes. Yes, on. Yeah. yes, rent a wheel. Yes, rent a wheel. Even rent a wheel. Like this week, you know, your first week's only twenty dollars. <laughs> like, I've days? never heard of this. And it's yeah, all, me neither. Like, they, they mentioned twenty. 20s, 22s, and 24s. There's uh, a place in Dallas called Rent a Tire, and it's the same thing. What? But you rent the tire? You, you can you do tire wheels? and wheel. It's both. So, uh, it, tell it, me about that. Do you get a warranty? Work? Can Dude, I like, rent just like, slicks? This and, is like, like how to make poor people poorer. It, that's exactly <laughs> right. It's let's let's Awful. target lower income so you can have the ride that you want everybody to think you have, yeah. and then yeah. you just make a monthly payment on what you're rolling around in. Just rent it on Fridays. <laughs> I, I, I also right. heard an ad right after that. It was a... Uh, the 400-400 deal, it's like, you could buy a new car. All you have to do is have a 400 credit score and make $400 Whoa. a week, and you can have a brand new car. <laughs> Why no. buy used when you can buy new? <laughs> I'm like, no, don't do it, people. <laughs> it's too good to be true. <laughs> and this is like around here where someone find you know, like the, a average, old day the average house something? is uh, $780,000 or something yeah. right yeah. now, yeah. you know? So you can't really, I don't know, four hundred dollars <laughs> a month and a new car payment doesn't really work. Yeah, with yeah. your twenty five percent interest or whatever. Yeah, it's a little, a little sketchy. Yeah, it's like a fifteen year note. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, on your new Kia. It's like a yeah. Someone found a stash of like old Daewoo's sitting out somewhere. <laughs> so it is a brand new car. We have Saturns but and Daewoo's. Exactly. Come take your pick. Technically, it's new. <laughs> and we got a bunch of sobs too. <laughs> Yeah, they got all the stuff, Saturns. all the auto manufacturers, man- manufacturers just, like shut down. So that'd be that actually be really really funny. Yeah, that would be <laughs> just a rental car agency maybe that only has those old <laughs> old cars. Yeah, they're not. Well, these aren't manufactured anymore, but they're still brand new because you know <laughs> yeah. they were abandoned at the manufacturer. <laughs> yeah. it's perfect. It's like Jetta TDIs or just Volkswagen yeah, exactly. TDIs. Yeah, unfortunately, what's gonna happen? I don't know. I want to chip mine if or you know do a tune if. They're, I don't know. Well, I'm waiting to is see your, what is happens. Is yours a manual? No, it's a it's a TDK oh, okay. or whatever. It's gonna say if it was a manual. If it was a manual, like, and we're swinging back by tomorrow, like, dude, we can oh, yeah, swap. Just we can plug just swap in, ECUs, uh, man. Yeah, super easy. But. It's, uh, <laughs> no, it's a DSG. Okay. Um, I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, I was driving a lot of commute, like crazy in crazy traffic. I wasn't going the route we go now, so mm-hmm. I bought a DSG. You know, even car. even like having the manual in mind, like if I would have gotten the DSG and got it tuned, mm-hmm. like have the DSG unit tuned too. You have to. I don't think I I don't think I would be that disappointed. DSG's not bad. No, it's not no. bad. It's actually yeah. pretty you good. You just learn to drive it. Like I sitting mean, in sitting in traffic for an hour and 50 minutes on the way from 
from San Francisco down to Monterey the other day. Oh, yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Like yeah. Four accidents. Been, yeah. yeah, there were four accidents. Like, people in California knew how to drive. I actually <laughs> test drove a white rat wagon. Like, you know, I bought my car brand new, and I mm-hmm. test drove a white uh, wagon, and I wanted that one. It was a manual transmission. Oh, you should have done it, man. Oh, this is 2010. And they were asking crazy premiums on the cars. They're brand new, but yeah. like four thousand um, over. My or car. I just found the sticker for my car the other day, and they were asking three thousand over MSRP. Really? So holy crap! You know, it's twenty five, and they wanted whatever. Yeah. And the wagons, they were wanting five thousand over. What? And they weren't like willing to budge. Wow. So I went through this whole thing. I think I've talked about it before, but basically, I was like, I'm not paying. I'm gonna. I want to pay. I'm not gonna pay over invo- or over MSRP. They're like, okay, we we know we have one you can pay MSRP for. Pull me outside. It's a white Jetta sedan. I'm like, I'm not a frat girl, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> sit in it, and it has ten thousand miles on it, and oh, it's a used. Really? It was a rental car, and they oh, want to sell it to me man. for a new MSRP. That's ridiculous. Jeez. Wow. So That's back when like fuel prices. You guys were, like, have some good drugs high, here. <laughs> yeah, like, sky high fuel prices. Yeah. Like I was driving an, I was commuting in an Audi uh, A4. Three liter Quattro, you know, getting pretty tor- terrible gas. Oh, yeah. Low twenties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, which it it's funny. It's funny. Like when you drive a TDI, you consider low twenties like horrible. Fuel. Oh yeah. Oh, I've sure. never gotten that low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was, you know, that's what brought me into that. And and uh, that was it. Wasn't it kind of like the beginning of when the, I mean the Mark Five with the, the TDI? That TDI was like kind of a new thing, right? And it was very limited. Like that was like the first diesel around that we had in California, like a real a commuter diesel. Yeah, that, was, yeah. that was when that, yeah. that two liter CR. It's when the clean rail. diesel came out. Yeah, that's right. Back uh, when the lies were being told. Yeah, when the lies started. So you only <laughs> bought your TDI because it was a clean diesel, though, right? It's good for the environment. Yeah, he's uh, Lane is the, like the good fuel economy has hugger. nothing to do with it. No, no, exactly. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm an environmentalist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you guys: the the Volkswagen scandal obviously hasn't figured out yet, but I was thinking about this the other day: is that Volkswagen's obviously the biggest culprit right now, but all those engineers that made this happen, that figured it all out, they all went to school and knew the guys that work at BMW. They talked to the guys that work at Mercedes. All those diesels. How are those not, you know what I mean? It's got to be like kind of, uh, don't you like think everybody doing it? Kind of. That's why they're testing all the BMWs right now. Yeah, They've got to be fucking. It's actually probably an engineer out. at BMW that like put it in one of the engineer at, at, B- <laughs> at Volkswagen's oh, like here. Oh, yeah. Here yeah it, didn't, folks. it didn't start at Volkswagen, <laughs> man. Oh, this goes further than It just Volkswagen. got caught at Volkswagen. <laughs> That's a, I'm thinking that there's got to be some collusion. Some well, that was VW's all... just not paying the people off up the chain. BMW's paying them all off. Like BMW and Mercedes figured it out totally clean, legit. And Volkswagen. Well, yeah, they're spending Volkswagen more money on it. Volkswagen in the six cylinders, supposedly. Yeah. Because uh, oh. the six cylinders aren't affected. It's huh. just the four cylinders, yeah. and like our cars, uh, yours takes uh, P, right? Urea? No. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> DPS. Yeah, it's got the same as yours. Oh, okay. So yeah. Volkswagen supposedly it was really hard to figure out how do they get this done without urea. So now because urea is a pain in the ass. Yeah. But I thought so, you do have urea in yours. No, no we don't. We don't. Oh. It's yeah. the diesel. A lot of people I are think saying 2015 does. Yeah. but yeah. yeah. And, the, and the Passat always had like the new oh, Passat, the Passat always, always, always had it. Yeah, yeah, but the 2015 Golf was the first like. So Golf the 2015 Golf is, gotcha. is legit. Yeah, it has. Well, I think they, it's, they still it's still too. under. Yeah, it's still under investigation. Too. Jesus Christ! So yeah, they might not be know. feeding the urea in or something. Well, and like, I, think I think they stopped the, all sales cars, of all the diesel. The cars yeah. can meet emission standards, which is what people don't understand because they met the emission standards under under driving of circumstances. Uh, but unfortunately, I think 
when they do meet emission standards, it's rougher on the motor, rougher on the turbos, things like that. So Volkswagen was like, well, we don't want all this like warranty work to have to that we have to do. Like we're oh, already known for making horrible cars. Like <laughs> gotta fix this somehow. And it's gonna be it's down on power and it, the yeah. dry, well, it's basically not drivable. I don't really know if it's really down on power. Like I saw a video. John and I watched it the other day that the Fastlane car had put out. It was car throttle. Was it car throttle? It was car throttle. Oh, and it was, it was, no, it was on car throttle. It was the fast lane car. The they were able to get it into the testing mode uh, well, and try they, driving they it in that. They thought that they were. That it was completely, yeah, John in my was, opinion, John it was kind was of mad. bogus, though. They put it on a four-wheel dyno, they put it and on then an, they put it on a two-wheel dyno. No, they put it on an all-drive Mustang, and it's the one that has the valve where they can go between all-drive and oh, two-wheel okay. drive. So they tested it in its uh, – I think it was – they just wanted to get a baseline dyno as if it was driving down the road. So they put it in four-wheel drive, and it made – The dyno. The dyno is four-wheel. Four-wheel yeah. mode yeah. dyno. So, yeah. And because it's got – it's a belt-driven Mustang, it allows all four wheels to roll at the same speed, which is critical because of the speed sensors in those cars. Uh-huh. Okay. So when they That's flipped it over it to it, what yeah. they thought was emissions mode, which really wasn't, um, they put it in two-wheel drive, and the car actually was freaking out because it uses the wheel speed sensors – in line with the ECU to monitor, you know, that everything's working in unison. Right. And in the video, they're like, oh, yeah, it's in emissions mode now, or they thought it was, and there was a light flashing on the dash. Well, based upon some of the comments in this VW Facebook group that I saw, they're like, no, that's the traction control light coming on. Like, you're flipping the ECU out because the wheel speed sensors in the back are noticing that it's not moving. And so it started pulling power. Because it was oh, using traction control. Right. So they're able to get this dyno run, and the car is fighting it the whole way. And they're like, oh, it's down on horsepower like 15. This is really bad. And you're like, but you guys never tested to see what the smog output was, which is the yeah. whole point of this right. test. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you've proved nothing. So, yeah. like, that's, right. that's stuff like that is like why I have decided that my next job that I'm creating for myself is going to be in the automotive media. Like, Actually, like yeah. somebody that knows what they're talking about. How yeah. did nobody catch that? And how stuff does, like that. How does like not one person be like, "Hey, we sh- we shouldn't publish this because this." Yeah, aren't is we supposed to be bogus. checking? Em- isn't this whole thing about emissions? <laughs> but that's the thing. Like a normal person watching it, like yeah. just like like they don't know. They're just yeah. like they're like oh yeah. yeah like my neighbor it's, watching it would be like oh you're. I saw that. Like, but, well, I mean, it is the emissions thing is known, and really all we care about is the horsepower, like what's going to be the effect. Yeah. So, I mean, on one level, it's not completely scientific to solve the problem. I, I feel anything, bad but, for you guys in California because you guys will be forced to do whatever the fix yeah, is. We'll like, see. I think the real question at this point is, okay, if and, and this is what I've seen other people talking about, is if the recall becomes mandatory and it does reduce the cars to have less horsepower output and, and less emissions – how is the car going to drive? Is it going to have reduced fuel economy? Because right. then at that right. point, you've sold me a car that says it's yeah, supposed to get these the numbers. As and long it pulls as it, well, if it meets the numbers, if it meets the numbers that are on, you know, the, the window sticker, sticker yeah. then you've just been enjoying awesome fuel economy. That's like extra advertising. Right. It's not false advertising. But like if it gets forty-two and it says it gets, I wonder 42, what you have the window the power sticker. I wonder what that says. Thirty to forty-two. But the emissions. Thirty the, and forty-two. All the fuel economy was set though in emissions mode, wasn't it? Like when the EPA was doing their testing, it was in emissions mode, so that's how no, the fuel economy I don't think was it was. EPA doesn't it wasn't. Do they don't do a fuel economy test? Or, yeah. you know, a testing. It's private, and you you hire oh. out a like company that does that. Because I always thought that was testing. the explanation on why the TDI like always gets better fuel economy on the highway than and what it actually says. They'll pick out. They I guess they will do kind of like a lottery thing, or maybe they'll pick out a car here and there yeah. to really mm. test. Mm-hmm. But it's up to the company to. It's That's totally why, like, the bogus. The Ford C Max uh, got busted, and they had to like change their 
with their window sticker set by like nine miles per gallon. Or something wow! Crazy. Wow! Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a question then. You know what? How do you how do you make a recall like that actually mandatory in a state like Georgia? Where, where I mean, no emissions. What, what do you actually? I mean, you, you can't do anything. There's no emissions in Georgia. No diesel emissions in Georgia. There's okay. no diesel emissions in Illinois either. We didn't. But have there is gasoline emissions in Texas. Yeah. It's 07 plus on diesels. My yeah, O2, my O2 TDI is safety only. And I was researching in yeah, Phoenix. Like in Phoenix, it's like diesels before 2010 have to be emu- emissions tested. Well, yeah. here yeah. they Different don't states. do like a they don't do a dyno diesel like they do with a regular car. They uh, they just like. I think I don't even. I swear they didn't even plug my car. In. I thought it was just a visual check. I here. swear they just so that's like under, safety. The cat yeah, that's what I whatever, thought. But in a visual, okay. open the hood and they said any modifications and I said no. And he said, okay. Oh. And they <laughs> said fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah, you guys have to pay for that. For that's kind of funny. Wow. <laughs> oh, we, we do not have to pay for that. It's oh, free. Wow. They they hit you up for a test every couple of years, but they literally just. Plug in the they just plug into your OBD two port or whatever. They check and for as long the, as you don't have a you're not throwing any codes, you pass. Yeah. So we have wh- to pay wh- like sixty bucks to have it tested, and then like another ten or fifteen bucks to file the paperwork. Yeah, for the Gosh. paperwork, that's two different fees. So that's, that's administrative. So fee. They may even yeah. charge us tax. I don't know. Well, the word that's on the ridiculous. street is, and you didn't hear it from me, but like in Chicago. <laughs> Like you can you can pass emissions with no cat, no nothing, as long as you don't have a check engine light. Yeah, Just come no, there is some yeah. big Allegedly. stinky race car with three inch exhaust, and okay, you who pass. There you go, carry on. Who would do that? Well, now in California, it's OBD two plug in for two thousand and newer, no actual emissions test. Oh wow! So oh, they're right. checking for the ready the ready codes. Yeah. then. so yeah. the monitors have to be set. No light on, no codes, but they actually don't sniff the tailpipe. They haven't been sniffing the tailpipes in years. I think that needs to yeah. be the. I think that needs to be the name of this. This show. Sniffing <laughs> tailpipes. <laughs> sniffing <laughs> the tailpipes. <laughs> <laughs> With pleasure. Yeah. Well, we had. Uh, it was in '07, I think. They changed in Chicago where. Basically, any OBD1 cars, they no longer were testing. And I'm sitting here with, like, my 95 Integra yeah. race car or track car at this time. And I'm just like, oh, you're never going to check this car again. <laughs> so, like, all of, like, the like the EG Civics, the 92 to 95 Civics, and the early Integras and all that were just, like, Get the hot the commodity free. for any race <laughs> car. Yeah, you just you, you do whatever you want. It didn't matter. So, That's yeah, awesome. So, here they, they, tail, they do tailpipe tests on uh, basically 19... 19- 76 and up. It's crazy. Good lord. To 2000. Yeah. yeah. To, to 2000. Like so nothing better to do than hassle you. Before that, it was up till whenever. Do you think we could take like an electric car in California and like put a gas motor in yeah. it? Yeah. Just make yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Like put a Hayabusa motor in like a well, Leaf or something? Do, Prius V8 <laughs> swaps. You, put a, you get an old diesel. That'd be pretty sweet. Do that. You get an old diesel, like an old diesel Golf, and then you build it to be full-on GTI style. It never has to pass smog. That'd be sick. Because so diesels don't have to be emissioned until I think '05 or something. In okay. So what you're saying was the car exemption is only pre '76. Yeah, yeah. So pre smog, we have a big pre smog lookout for cool cars because, like a 2002 BMW. Like if you get a '74, '73, yeah. you, you still have to smog it. No, but a '76, '76, because no one or a Porsche 914 or something. Say. Yeah, '76. Yeah. No one wants '76 because yeah. you have to smog that thing. So it's yeah, and it has like before. smog pumps and all this no, stuff. Like such a, bad stuff. Yeah, it's not I, even cats. No, like a 1980 vacuum lights running like everywhere. Like, you know, because well, that's no parts and. Well, we're just all geeked about, especially in like the Honda community, is like 
the 25 year old cars that you can now import. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so now, you know, we've got our buddy our Chris buddy Stewart Chris. from Gridlife. He's got a right hand drive CRX that he imported that's <laughs> immaculate. My favorite one, though, he imported a, a oh, yeah. 89 Honda Acti. Which oh, is, is that, that the van that's on your yeah on your Instagram? Those things are so sick. It's awesome. It's it's shorter than a CRX. Oh, so it's a key. Co- it's a K car or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Van. It's, it's tiny. Awesome. It's it's cool. And he was like he was like, well, I could have bought like a golf cart to drive around the events, but I could have bought this. Like, that's right. The thing like <laughs> they're less than I think. There's one right now for sale that's all-wheel drive and with a manual yeah. trans for sale for like 5900 bucks. There's rad websites where they have like full camper vans, like a van again or something yeah. with like a Westphalia top. They do that on these tiny ones. Oh, it's like man. amazing. <laughs> well, and it's all like, like Japanese like, modern stuff. You know? I came up with this idea the other day. That's really like a rolling cot. <laughs> yeah. I want to I create like a Westphalia like camper van pop-up uh-huh. on a sport wagon. He's been talking about wagon. this for so gonna, for uh, several hours. The roof off? Not if I buy one that has a already has a panoramic sunroof. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh. That, that would be, would that be would take sick. a lot less work. So that would be really sick. Yeah. So you you heard it here first. Nice. So I, I think like we're it. gonna try and do that this winter because it goes it goes completely. Version. Well, yeah. I mean, I want I'd love to make them and like make kits like because it goes exactly with what I want to do like traveling around the country and stuff yeah so i mean that's that that way you wouldn't be holding them back so much yeah. you guys yeah yeah i need to i need to like make it reverse though to where it pops up this way so, so you i can, can like climb driving. up in it and sleep while like while yeah. someone's driving <laughs> while <God>. somebody's <laughs> yeah. driving the awesome. jetta sport while wagon bunk bed get it get it like dot approved as a sleeper cab so we can <laughs> yeah. you're get we all your weight going. low you know while you're at it we can just add a hyperbaric chamber to it yeah why not yeah sweet totally so but yeah i was thinking about that the other day i was like man like i could have like a camper that gets 40 miles to the gallon and i can take it on a racetrack at the same time like perfect sure Dude, he was really perfect. excited long... about this he yeah, was it really sounds like a very Dude, european up, idea well, like when they I may have already done that the airport like i was geeked on it because i've been thinking about it since like midnight <laughs> he drove all night thinking about so it. bad he just yeah. wished he had a bad <laughs> so yeah, it's great so I was like, man, this thing would be sweet. Like, You're all it'd, be, it'd be my do-everything car. I feel like you and Brian were separated at birth. I Brian, I think we should leave. Brian alone. Yeah, this is crazy. Like, man, that's an awesome idea. You had all these drawings. They're all filling up the passenger seat that you've been doing <laughs> yeah. on the steering wheel. You had Brian at all-wheel drive K, K minivan oh, or yeah. whatever. That's, that's true. That thing was sweet. I re- I, I'd buy one, but like our buddy Chris has one. I don't want to be a copycat. So yeah. I'm just building. I'm just going to build my camper. So it should be. Should I be like quite it. Interesting. Yeah, there should be like a, there should be someone who you can. Uh, what's going on? Everyone's looking at the looking know. at the there circuit board. You got you some like, you had some crazy feedback. Oh, there's a buzz. Something. Oh, oh, really? It was, yeah, it's these ideas. They're just freaking blowing everything it's off the charts. Blowing my mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're short circuiting things. <laughs> Actually, it's the uh, it's probably like Homeland Security that's you know <laughs> tapped into the mixer somehow. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably that's probably what it is. Because <laughs> we're talking about Dieselgate, they're yeah, like, okay, that's what it is, okay. man. That's right. <laughs> you say certain keywords, and then the yeah. recording starts. <laughs> Sniffing tailpipes. That's right. <laughs> Start the recording. So, Austin, on your uh, podcast, do you have any recurring theme like things you do every week? Um, not really. Like, uh, we have the same theme music every week. That's that's pretty good. I've heard that's pretty good. But no, like not yet. We haven't done done too much. Uh, this yeah. trip, I've been trying to take as many selfies as I can with people. <laughs> so I haven't posted them anywhere though. I'm gonna mm-hmm. drop them all at once when I get home. Oh man! So after this, we will all be taking a selfie together. Just <laughs> FYI. Okay. Nice. So and all I've right. never like I took maybe like three selfies before I left on this trip, like ever in my life. 
<laughs> and like, like my fiance was making fun of me. It was actually we took one when I was in Chicago a couple weeks ago, and like I thought everything was fine, but if you look at it real close, you can see that there's like three hands holding like the phone so i got my two hands up and i couldn't aim it right so my fiance's got her arm up there like no it's this way that's so uh, yeah. selfies for beginners yeah selfies for dummies that's actually my profile picture on facebook right now okay i have to i have to blow you up a little bit oh yeah you, you guys need a new logo man hey man wow don't, <laughs> don't be knocking it. on like my Ryan my freaking my graphic skills oh, oh man it's so, been it's been discussed we, I, I was talking to lane we're and we're like We'll that. just we like make them one, the yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I might. Just what are the angles? And, like redo it for him, like, <laughs> dude. If you would like, I'd throw you some cash. Like, if you want to do that and help us with the website, dude. Like, so, so like, Lane, I would throw you some cash. He has talked about it every day really? this last week. <laughs> okay. Like, it's I really think we need to make a new logo really, every day. It, it bothers today. me the, so much. The slip is so thin. I'm like, all he did was he just put a stroke around it, but I it did. thins everything else. No, that'll drive Lane crazy. It's great, like. Well, I just I fired up like Illustrator from 2007. You know, Brian was like, "What is that thing?" I'm like, "It's a wheel. It's a Hoosier, bro. It's a track day, bro. Hoosiers, bro. Hoosier daddy." No, like I am. I I would. I do feel bad about it because originally, like, it was (laughs) like apologetic. It was a placeholder. It was a placeholder. Our buddy Chris Stewart was supposed to like get us something, but then he got real busy with his events, and now I'm like, man, I need to find something. Like, should I just like find somebody like? Posted up on like one of those sites where you're like, oh, yeah. "Hey guys, I need a logo," you know, and then you oh, get yeah. like sixty yeah. of them, and then you just pay for the best one. No, we we we, but, we have confidence you'll get there for sure. Yeah, it's cool. And we may even it's we cool. may even try to help you. Yeah, I was actually th- I've got this sick old book uh, about dr- like the art of driving by Piero Taruffi, some Italian guy, mm-hmm. super old, and it's got all these back then with the tire technology they were sliding all over the place, and they've got these rad pictures like. Hand drawn of like oh, really? getting sideways, yeah. like oh, where nice. it's like showing the it's tire like, track. It's the car, like is it overhead of the car? Over, yeah, top yeah. view, See, and it's like a little of, formula yeah. car with the wheels cocked sideways. Nice. I haven't pulled that book out in a while, but like, this is oversteer. This is well, understeer. So what happened? Exactly. Like, exactly. you know, like I said, like we just started the podcast on a whim. Yeah. And like then I was working and we were still doing the podcast and no I, we fully understand yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're just, just giving you I need shit. no we're I need we need I mean, something we, else we, well, yeah. we recorded with a single <laughs> stupid hundred dollar <laughs> recorder for for a year so yeah. I, I don't think we're ones to talk but whatever. yeah no if we so, can beat each other up a little bit it makes everyone stronger it bothers me we'll, so much man. well like I said before like if we ever come back which we will be coming back like I think we're gonna come back to this event every year yeah I really want to film that showdown video yeah where there's like where there's like three of us yeah. It's like the Wild West. We like we walk out and it's like doo 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 and like tumbleweeds and shit and like and then you guys like show up. Yeah. You know, and then and then we just like, it's like Anchorman. battle it out. Yeah. 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 Yes. I want to yeah. the Spanish Mexican language news is yeah, here. Spanish language. Oh yeah, next time next time we come we can do like battle like trivia battle because you guys love your video oh, we can come with our questions ask you guys that's right we yeah, can set it up with guys, buzzers and everything yeah. like, what's the k52 <laughs> in the night and that's what i need a 5.2 liter <laughs> two caves four cylinders still double engine oh yeah honda never makes v8 k48 right? thing. we'll make a v8 not for production Ooh, I like two it. of them together there we go yes yeah i don't know we're none of us um I don't think any of our friends either. Like, no one's really into Hondas and stuff. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't think it. Art, maybe it's our little is. niche. Actually, we have a friend, Art, who's always on the podcast. He's yeah, he's him, full Honda. Is that the guy? He's that's more Honda the guy than that we had need. The, uh, the V8 Volvo, was it? No, no. that's another guy. Art's okay, the one like... who has the 993 Porsche. Oh, okay. and he has like an oh, i3 yes. BMW. Yeah, those are great. And a 
whatever. A but long history of long history many, of many cars. Honda Civics and stuff. <laughs> but uh, no one in our little, like, group, I think, you know, I, I know in, like, the Midwest and stuff, and, like, Georgia, Honda's mm-hmm. big and mm-hmm. all the import stuff. I don't, it's huge. I, I guess yeah, you know, I haven't seen very many, like, tuned Hondas as we've been driving around. There's a ton around here, but like, there's, I know there's a lot down there's in a lot of There's a bunch in SoCal. There's a lot in San Jose and stuff up with the hill. And um, there was a time too, like around '98. Yeah. Like I feel like right when we got out yes. of high school, it was like GSR, sport, San sport Jose compact car. Stuff. But yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. these yeah. guys actually like had have like high performing Hondas. Where yeah. like our view of Hondas in like we graduated high school in 1998, and it was like really popular all the Hondas and stuff. But body right. kits, all that the they were like really bad. It was just bad, like like gretty stickers. But I'm like, but. You ugly know, body kits, with yeah. A big body kit. Oh, it's terrible. Way in. And the exhaust. And the, well, see, the body kit's like primered. Yeah. And it's, yeah. You know, it's like, it was they, that look. Well, for me, I have. Cars real, like, fast or good cars. Jackson was Racing was like the only one doing yeah. anything legit. And that was mostly drag time. racing back then. Yeah. 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 Didn't they run an Acura on Pikes Peak? Or was that Jackson? They could have, man. Yeah. There's there's no, ja- I think they Oscar did. has done so much cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, when I started. You know, even tracking my, I have a 95 Integra. Like I said, we put a K swap in. And it's, it's just, there's such a stigma with some of these cars, with some of these old time dudes and their Porsches and BMWs. And they are just so convinced you're just doing everything so wrong and you're just some dumb ricer kid. Yeah, yeah. And then when you get out there on track and you just start passing them and they just can't get just away from you. Down. It's I mean, great. I've had, and this is, you know, this is. Four years ago, maybe I just remember I had this one session where I'm with a, like a K20 powered Integra, and I just passed this entire Porsche club and like attracted just one car at a time, just chasing them all that, and they were like legitimately angry, like they were like <laughs> mad, and they're coming over and they're like, "There's no, there's no turbo," and they're like, "I'm like, this, like, what is this?" I'm like, "It's a stock Honda two liter," and this guy, these guys are just losing their mind because there's such that stigma of just like late '90s. You know, just ricer cars. Yeah, it was kind of like all all show no go. Kind oh, of totally. Thing, you know? And it, the performance wasn't there. And it's all you like know, the fart can muffler. And exactly. Like, you know. Well, see, like the problem is, like everyone does the cheap stuff first. But like, in my opinion, there's a specific like progression of things you have to do to the car. Like, I'm okay with a car being lowered on stock wheels. But if you put aftermarket wheels on a car that like isn't really lowered at all, like you're like looks bad. Oh, yeah, that God. just like, makes me uncomfortable. You, thinking, you know, or like a body kit on a car that like. Is lowered and has you know stock wheels still. You're like, yeah, come on. I, man. I just saw like, just the other day commuting on the freeway a car. I I, I think it was a, a Honda or something. Big old chrome wheels and it was bouncing down the freeway like I had no shock. <laughs> so he shocks. had just spent like you know two no, grand on a set of he wheels. Rented. And could not he rented pay for shocks. the wheels. <laughs> <He had> his, <laughs> that's probably <laughs> what it is. He Warren could rent those for less it. than shocks. Like, I could replace my shocks, but why would I do that if I could rent new wheels? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's that's another kind of active suspension. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's active. Yeah. It's, active. <laughs> it's actively it's like blown. A core workout because you're like bumping around. <laughs> God. All right. So who who who's doing wheel to wheel racing? Me, uh, yeah, John. John yeah, what are you? What are you doing? Uh, I do endurance racing. I've been doing it for about five years. Oh no shit! Uh, yeah, I run with a group of guys out of Houston. I live uh-huh. in Dallas, but good friends of mine, uh, Miata guys. One of the guys owns a Honda shop in Houston. But uh, we, 
Yeah, they're <laughs> totally. It's it's uh, you know basic maintenance and stuff like that. They're ricers. <laughs> no, so um, we race with Chump Car because oh, you, know, okay. you guys did lemons. Yeah, you know yep. Chump Car's cheap. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. And there's no dress up stuff. So there's no dress up nice. stuff. Yeah. And then if you rub fenders with somebody, they're like, okay, they're that's real racing. It, yeah. Whatever. Well, I guess lemons. And they'll do racing. full endurance too. I mean, full twenty four hour. Yeah, stuff we've too, done. Yeah. So we've done. Uh, we did. We've done three twenty four hour races. We we won one of them at TWS Dang. overall. Nice. In, uh, that's out of how many 12? people? I think at that year there was like 50 or 60 teams. That's impressive. And we had terrible lighting on our car. It was scary. We've been and I was one of the, the night feeling. drivers. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've done that. <laughs> yeah. So then 2014, we went to VIR. We drove to VIR and did their 24, their big 24-hour race for a chump car. And we were up to, th- let's see, we were in fifth or fourth at the 12-hour mark. And we broke a rear shock. Huh. I got ran off the track. This dude in a Subaru got impatient with a car in front of him, swerved over, cut me off. I went off the track to Dick. avoid the collision, and the car bounced on a couple berms. Oh, Came man. in, raised the car up to swap wheels, and the shock just fell through, and we didn't have a spare. Oh. So we ended up finishing 16th overall out of 100 teams. So we put a little two-by-four in there or something. <laughs> you'd like to, to think, but like <laughs> it just snapped the shaft. So we're like, screw yeah. it. we got to find a spare. This is a Miata, yeah. right? Is it a Miata? Okay. Yeah, sorry. Let's clarify that. We run a Miata, yeah. and it's it's... It's been re-geared, but N-A I mean, it is, yeah, it's a 94. It's okay. got a 1.8. Huh. And it's, awesome endurance racing cars. It's a perfect car. I mean, I we get. the first year of the 1.8. Yeah. You, no. got oh, no, you got it. You got it. Boom. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> you got it. That was going to be my trivia question tonight, man. <laughs> oh. oh no. I wish listeners could have seen how proud his face was. I didn't know what an NA or NB was like three months ago. So. <laughs> no, that's all right. You'll win. It's good. No, so uh, we got 16th that year. We went back. That was 13. I apologize. We went back in 14 last year, and we ran. Let's see. It rained 18 hours of the 24 oh on the fresh yeah. pavement. But the thing was, people had said on all the forums, like specifically the Chump Car forums, are like, a Miata will never do well at this track ever because yeah, it's so fast. I mean, fast. in the rain, you're going to be, yeah, that the, the, the advantage is almost anybody's, you know? Like, well, they, they were talking in the dry, though. They're just like, a Miata yeah. will never win here. It's too fast. The thing was, they were running what they call the, there's like, there's the regular course, like their main, and then there's a grand course. Grand course is 4.1 miles. So it uses the Patriot course and the, like the main course. So it rains 18 hours, which worked to our benefit because we were one, if not the fastest cars in the rain. Yeah. So awesome. w- we were up near the top working our way up. We ended up pod- uh, finishing on the podium to take the top five spots. We got fifth. To show you how close the race was, fourth place was 40 seconds ahead of us. Dang. The top three cars, two of which were E36s, uh, they were on the same lap. After 24 hours, that's, that's pretty crazy. awesome. They were on the wow. same lap that's as like the first place car. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is it's it's shown like it's shown how good the racing is. I mean, sprint races <laughs> it's to like some you regard, get bigger difference. Yeah, yeah. So the top three cars are on the same lap, and a, a freaking 92 Integra one. Simon yeah, says Integra. it was their second win there. <laughs> this is a 92 Integra. Oh, how dare you? Second so, <laughs> no, I highly recommend if if you guys like you've done lemons, if you can yeah. do chump car, if you can do world racing league, or even up I mean, in they're the so northeast. Close to San Francisco, they, they love the costumes, man. They do. We've talked about Yeah, of course. We've talked about getting back into it, and that's definitely appealing. It's something a little more serious. And yeah. lemons was such a like. I actually we had different experiences. I think like. Our first few races, it was just complete chaos. Like, so that's we broke a shock, and our car went in there with ba- virtually no body damage, 
We had to cut. <laughs> we had a sawzall. We were cutting the fenders off. We went through. We went Is, through tires we because went through the tires the fenders because were the fenders were cutting, cutting them. Like oh, so man. so every pit stop, we would come in. We would bend it up. We would get a big crowbar and we would bend it up and we'd take a sawzall and we did it with each wheel arch. Like uh, successively, like a crap. jeep. Like let's just yes. pull the fenders off. Yeah. Exactly. So wait, yeah. was this when they were running the dirt course and it was like a demolition derby? It wasn't yes. dirt. It was. Just it wasn't really a dirt course. Dirty. It was the infield was a, of a. It was an infield oval. It was of a shitty. It was called Altamont Race. Altamont. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was. I mean, it was just so dirty and gross and weird. Awesome. Weird ass like turns, like super tight turns. But really cool because with some really like little. humps, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we have like a video of like a Subaru hitting us, <laughs> going up on our fender and going on two wheels. Two and wheels going down, <laughs> and, and then just keeps going, yeah. right? Yeah. And we have video of like our sunroof on our. We had a Porsche 944. Our sunroof had a big old shark fin on it, and the sunroof flies off. <laughs> and it hits pe- it like a Honda behind us, like shatters out of the way. Oh it's my! Like that ricers, <laughs> people are making comments. The guys like, like, I was oh, in that, that Honda, thing. you dicks. <laughs> Oh and, my uh, god! We broke an actual strut in the front, and it was just dead. It was broke, like broken half. Mm-hmm. So we welded it, so it was solid. You welded a strut back together. Yeah, yeah. And we like short the shortened first, the strut. The first day or something. Yeah. So we had the whole second day. <laughs> oh, and so we we were there early, and it was complete mayhem. Like this is before they had the concept of yellow flags. Yeah. They would let five cars pile up dead on the track before they brought a tow truck out to pick them up. And uh, it is such a demolition so, derby. Yeah, like it was. The, w- yeah. the reason why our video got 60,000 views or whatever is because, it, and our video is actually, I think, partially responsible for them changing the rules because it was super popular and it just showed all we did was highlights of the mayhem. Yeah, it's just <laughs> and so right after that, everyone's like, I want yeah, in. It's like us and they're yeah. like, okay, no more. Cars and <laughs> yeah. stuff. People just spinning out in front of us, yeah. us pack, pit maneuvering cars, like all this, you know. It was just yeah, it was sounds like a blast. blast. Can it I, was. Can I yeah. get a link to this video? Yeah, yeah. we can yeah. send that out. It was it was really fun, and like Jalopnik featured it and stuff back in the day in 2007. That's cool. Is it whatever. still active? The video? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still active. Um, I actually re-uploaded it under our our YouTube. You know, under driving while awesome. Cool. But uh, we had two versions. One was <laughs> one had the music Jay Z, oh, yeah, like uh, 99 Problems with a Bitch Ain't One. Yeah. And, and, and then, then everyone was all complaining. They're like, oh, you've always put this fucking lame music over. <laughs> so then we did one with just engine noises, yeah. and that, that worked. That one's better. pretty cool. And then we also had like a successful race. At uh, where was that Sonoma or was that no, it was at Thunderhill? Oh, at Thunderhill. Yeah, we got ten. It was really yeah. clean. It was like raining a little bit at the beginning, and we got like eighth actually. Oh, okay. I think we got right? fastest and we crowd got fastest wagon. crowd German. German car, but they actually gave it to a BMW that got like what? two spots behind us. Yeah, they, they blew forgot it. about us. We still don't have that award. So. We've, yeah, we've petitioned to Jay Lamb for getting a trophy yeah, like, still. Dude, <laughs> so, that was 150 cars we finished. Yeah, 150 cars. Top 10. And we were top 10. That's great. That was the yeah. best we did, yeah. That's yeah. impressive. And then our team, we kind of all started yelling at each other and no, had no, conflicts no. with money well, we, and work man, put blew, in. And but My last race, we blew up the engine oh. and a guy yeah. died at, on, on the track. A guy oh. died? Yeah. Wow. Oh. What was this? Same he had a heart attack. He had a heart attack and ran into a wall on his Volvo. Flat oh, out, no. and yeah. that was heart attack. Flat out, no brakes into the wall. Yeah, oh, no. I thought those were supposed to be safe. 
Volvo was fine. Uh, yeah, the car was fine. Like yeah. that, like the roll cage totally worked. Everything was yeah, good. Just the had the harnesses time. worked. Wait, are you it was telling just, me Volvo's he, can't prevent heart attacks? Uh, right? <laughs> Safest <laughs> vehicle, my butt. <laughs> Especially when you put a roll cage in, right? Like Exactly. Heart attack through. Heart attack stopper. <laughs> Um, so are you, you're not doing anything with like NASA or anything like that? Not currently. Yeah. I mean, I have in the past, but not yeah. currently. Austin has quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I used to run, uh, yeah, NASA time trials oh, okay. uh, with my S2000 the S2000. and, and the FRS cool. when I had it. Uh-huh. I think this, the car actually might still have a track. The FRS might actually uh, still have a track record. TT yeah. Austin's got a ginger oh, on, the old, on the old pavement. Nice. Came close with the S2000 a bunch of places, but just, I don't know. Like at Road Atlanta, I think we were only a quarter second off the track record. And the for car, that particular class, yeah, yeah, for the yeah. class, no overall track record, man, <laughs> like, faster than an F one car, almost <laughs> street car, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I campaigned that car for many years, but it was just um, one of our listeners actually bought it, uh, David Yingst. Uh, we should be having him on here soon. I'm wanting to do like a whole special because he's never done a track day before. He's like, I want my money back. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, the car's like so, six colors. No, actually, he like he got up underneath. It, he's like, dude, this is like cleaner than my car is. I was like, I told you, I never drove oh, it in really? the snow, never drove it anywhere. Like, no. yeah, it was my daily driver for two years, and then became a track only car after that. Yeah, I saw pictures that has like it's like a bunch of different colors. Yeah, it's three yeah. different colors. Like it was it was pretty quick. What? Why? So, uh, why time trial instead of wheel to wheel? Uh, I didn't. Put a cage in the car. I wanted to go wheel to wheel, mm-hmm. but the S two thousand is kind of kind of in like it's a weird. Tight. Well, it's just kind of a weird middle class. There's not a lot of people that race in the class that it would race in, because um, it's it's almost just as expensive to build and maintain like for tires and everything. An S two thousand is is like a little bit faster car, like an Evo yeah. or, or something that would race out. Yeah, that's an so AP one or an AP two. I had an AP two. Oh, there you go, yeah. man. Showing off that knowledge. Nice. This guy and his roadster knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it up. Keep Show it up. Honda knowledge. So. so you started with the car, then went racing, yeah. rather than like going yeah, racing so I, and picking I, a car. I bought the car. I was into motorcycles and stuff a little bit. And then, huh. um, cool. yeah, and I still have, I just got another motorcycle recently. Um, but wanted to be able to like, Go drive in the mountains and stuff. If you guys have ever heard of Deals Gap or a Tail, I've heard Tail of the Dragon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, my dad, my uncle, and my grandfather actually owned a store there for many years. Oh, Well, wow. not many years, a couple years. Um, so I used to, you know, I went up there in the summer and worked and would close up around like 10 o'clock and then I'd go drive. So no drive way. for like a couple hours. Yeah, so Daryl Cannon, who's Killboy, that shoots up there. Yeah. Uh, pretty good friends with him. I actually had to take him to the hospital a couple weeks ago because he had this drone with like carbon fiber blades, uh, lost GPS signal as he was trying to land it and it's tried to take Attacked him off. Oh, during shit. the middle during get this during the middle of a fifty cc like pocket bike race <laughs> at at Deals Gap. There were Discovery Channel was there filming a special. And he was there flying the drone and he didn't want to take out one of the, the racers. So he like grabbed it and like sliced his arm oh, off his shit. finger and oh, it was pretty bad. Shit. So got to do that and, and drones. Yeah. So, so we, dangerous. But what sucks is <laughs> they from slice there, up like, Enrique the Iglesias was, like an hour and a half away. So, but yeah. anyway, I, I got the S two thousand shortly thereafter and drove it in the mountains a lot. Then when I moved to Houston, wait, this is like kind of like a, one of those like tofu racing in the back roads of Japan thing. <laughs> tofu delivery, of, tofu, tofu, yeah. Kind of, what's that? What's yeah. that comic initial thing? D, man? Yeah, initial tofu. D. Initial D is the yeah, same yeah. as tofu. That's initial D, but but yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, he was a tofu delivery guy. Yeah. You, so you work at the market. Then at ten p.m., you get off. Yeah. <laughs> No one's around, and yeah, you absolutely. rail back roads. Absolutely, Pretty much, yeah. I, I see. I see a comic potential. So, here. like for me, I went from not doing a track day to competing at the national championship and almost winning in a year and a half. Dang. So, 
uh, the skills that I, I guess I learned. And John and I were talking about this when we were railing some mountain roads earlier. Uh, I picked up a, a lot of skill, I guess, driving mountain roads. I would not recommend it because it is dangerous. Like I am in no way condoning it. Uh, I am lucky. I got away with a lot of stuff. Um, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So allegedly. Um, but yeah. So yeah. No. Once move, you go on track, once yeah. I, I remember it was like completely mind blowing. Like you go out on track. Every the, it's perfect pavement. It's nicely. You know, it's fun turns. There's plenty of room. All the cars are going in the right way. And it's immediately all the stupid driving that we were doing in high school. It's like, oh, yeah. it's supposed to happen here. Yeah. Yep. Like, well, this makes I, so much uh, worse. I can actually, like, first... test the limits. I don't have to worry about what's on the surface of the track. For yeah. the most part, you know, they'll throw a yellow flag if there's something there. Yeah. If you're going back roads, it's like potholes and, deer, like, gravel, and deer, cops, my, my other cars. My first track day, like, I thought I was an awesome driver. Like, I'm blown by, like, most of the guys in my, my HPD1 group, you know, with NASA. Like, like <laughs> you're not supposed awesome. to pass an HPD1. You know, it's raining and stuff. And, oh, no, my instructor, like, we had we had right, class right, and stuff. We're right. fine. You won the HPD. Yeah, I won the HPD. But then I got... I got bumped up to two and, you know, was soloed and it was raining and stuff. Uh, and I was like, man, I'm doing great. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm at, at Motorsport Ranch Houston, MSR Houston, going around the carousel at the back. Oh, yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, <laughs> there's this, like, Corolla, bone stock Corolla, four-door, like, like from God. that year. It was, like, 2010, 2011 Corolla on Ooh, my ass. Nice. Like, what the hell, man? I'm like point him by and he takes off and i can't keep up i'm like what the shit is going on <laughs> and turns out it case was a, swap no yeah it was a case <laughs> swap. <laughs> yep we offer that swap corolla no it's actually uh it was it was a grand am driver that was in town instructing and uh, just like completely wiped in, in a corolla who was that who was driving i forget I don't remember. It was my, my second track day ever. I was just like trying to figure out like oh, no, where the track went left and went right. But wow. he was coaching somebody that day. Was it uh, Eric Foss? I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. All right. But anyway, you, you talk about five people in a car. I don't know how many of our podcasts you've listened to. but I think I listened to the one where you're talking about that. Yeah, Actually, man. yeah. I think you mentioned this story and then yeah. rallying around with the TDI. Yeah. That wagon <laughs> that wagon out there I've had on track with uh, with four people in it before. In the rain. <laughs> in the rain. I did a 207 at Gingerman in the rain. And that day, like, all the time attack cars, like, the fastest anyone did was, like, a two-minute or something. Like, <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> so I had just put new tires on it that morning, though. So it you was, had uh, someone sleeping above in the West yeah, Valley man, pop yeah, top. Yeah. <laughs> all, it's all that extra arrow from the pop top camper. <laughs> yeah, it's the rolling course. coffin. <laughs> I do miss my Integra when uh, it rains when because it's a front wheel drive car with an LSD in the rain is pretty huh. pretty easy to drive <laughs> yeah. compared to a higher yeah. horsepower Miata in the rain. So oh, totally. Yeah. But that car that car will come back one of these days. I got to put a motor back in it. <laughs> yeah. So any plans to track the uh, E36 at all? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm starting to be getting into the uh, instructor program. Okay. Uh, with, with NASA, NASA or with okay. yeah, uh, NASA yeah. John and I are both uh, NASA instructors uh -huh. too. So yeah, just a regular very good, instructor. Very good program that well, they run. you just tracked it a couple weeks ago. Right? Yeah. So it's just going to be an occasional track day car okay. and uh, taking mostly suits like, out. Mostly like up in this area, like Laguna Seca, and we don't and we don't get to Laguna much. Uh, it's yeah, just it's Sonoma to get to and Thunderhill. 
Yeah, you can run it. I mean, NASA has, uh, like, this year they ran the West Coast Championships here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, they don't get regular race no. weekends. And oh, really? so, I no, because that. of the sound limitations and oh, then the yeah. fact that the county owns it. Oh, and it's yeah. a sound limitation. It's, it's 92 decibels. It's normally this weekend. So, 103 this weekend. It was 103 yeah. this weekend. Oh, wow. So, oh, David's just hard like, to get. I'm just like, take this K series, three inch exhaust. Nobody cares. That's Ma- pretty rare. That's, yeah, that's cool. They give that for Miatas, too. Yeah, it's because. All the spec Miatas sound like angry wasps. Yeah. They just gotcha. sound well, so and then raspy. Mazda sponsors the event, so they're like, you know, let's uh, we're Mazda gonna give these guys some wow. Yeah, that kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it, it's just like last weekend was Ren Sport reunion. Yeah, reunion, I saw some so pictures from yeah. that. It was all those awesome. crazy, you know, crazy Porsches. So yeah. they obviously lifted it last week too. So yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Oh yeah, it was amazing. We talked about it on a podcast that uh, got lost. Oh really? Recorded. Last week. Oh, and, uh, no. None of it worked. All so. the levels are bad. Oh, yeah. But no. it was pretty amazing. It, it was, was the like... best podcast ever. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. Lost to the archives. And now nobody will ever know. Nope. <laughs> so where are you, where are you tracking? Uh, like, so, you... so Sonoma and uh, Thunder Hill. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Have you driven Super have you been fun track. Thunder Hill since they... Like, I haven't done the five mile. The length it's of like it? over five miles. Man. Yeah. yeah it's I like have not done the five mile. Holy I'm, Which, I'm looking forward to it, although I've heard mixed reviews. Like, yeah. uh, apparently, it's it's fun because it's real technical, but it also doesn't allow a lot of opportunity for passing. So mm. when you get to that section of the track, it's like I don't. Some of the racers complain, I think. Okay. Um, but I can't wait to try it myself. It yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. I'm thinking about coming back out here for the 25 hour just to cover. I've run that a couple times. For... Oh really? Yeah. Um, just speaking of endurance racing yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. That's Who'd you, dri- who'd you drive with? You didn't mention that earlier at all. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we could, I mean, if we go in between, I actually have pictures. It's funny. My dad just it's found E30? this in the glove box of an old one. Yeah, so it's an E30 with an S50 in it. Oh, oh yeah. no way. You guys are talking about suspension. This had the cheapest set of coilovers, I, I think. I don't know. It was basically like, uh, I don't know. It felt like a go-kart, just way too stiff, like no feel at all. Oh, no. And pretty so wide tires. Dirty. Yeah, real darty. Like, so I raced Spec E30 for a couple of years, yeah. um, and so I'm familiar with the chassis. Um, but this thing, it was like such a bear to drive. It had the S50, and so plenty of power. Um, but just getting those tires moved around, the wider tires moved around, and then with no suspension, it was just like not as fun to drive. Was it just running like a really stiff, uh, like uh, Bilstein package or cones I don't know. or something? I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, my, that was, uh, a few of us just dirt bags. M- one of my buddies from Specky 30, he was new. He was also a rookie, uh, the same year. And what, what year was it? Uh, that was, we did two years in a row. I think I was racing 2011 and 12. So okay. I think it was probably both those years. Those are the years that the like 949 guys. What, what class were you guys running? We it all says e- it on the side of the car. E3 or E4? E3, I think. Okay. Is that what? The I think 949 the guys, did they... Oh, one year in they, 2012, they, they, they campaigned they, like three cars. Are they okay? I think, or maybe even four. There's a ton I think of the one was like a one was second chance, which was actually there this weekend. Yeah, they, uh, so. they had done. Oh, so my memory's correct. Though. See that brake rotor? It's <laughs> freaking lighting on fire. That oh, this one, the front, yeah. this top picture. Yeah. Holy crap. Coming into the pits. We oh, had like... That's a glowing I thought that, rotor. I thought that we was had something painted seized up. Yeah. Yeah. I thought like that it was, was painted. I to paint your rotor. Man. Dude. Yeah, we had some, something seize up. I, it doesn't make sense when I think back on it, but we, like we had to replace one of the wheel studs. Is that a dog stencil on a, the headlight? A three-legged, three-legged dog. A three-legged yeah. dog stencil yeah. on the headlight. We had a beer sponsor, Blanco Basura, mm-hmm. or Bravado Racing. Um, Brondo. 
Anyways, yeah, it's super fun. So, yeah, we a few of us Specky 30 guys, uh, like one of them owned, owns a shop in Castro Valley up here near San Francisco. Um, and he just had this car uh, with the S50. And um, so we just kind of threw together a team. And none of us – actually, one of the guys had done the race before. Um, but we were all basically newbies and uh, went out there and finished the race and did respectable. And uh, it was – it's really uh, an amazing experience. Like, there's nothing like getting a full tank of gas of track time in the dark. Yes. Like, yeah. you completely learn the track in a different way because you're just. We also had really shitty lights. Yeah. It's blind commitment constantly. Yeah. yeah. And so you learn, you learn, you're looking at the fine details of like just where the edges of the track are going and you're basing everything about that. And uh, so it was funny, like, going back the next season in February or March. Like when we went back to Thunderhill, it was like <laughs> during oh, the day, during the like, day. Oh, yeah, so easy. Yeah, you just have so much of that seat time. Yeah, yeah. The hardest thing about night driving is, especially with a poor light setup, is you're using whatever tiny bit of light you have to look. And a lot of times, I was looking to the side of my car to see where we were with that poor light setup. <laughs> yeah. You're not Jesus. looking straight ahead. I'm That's like, okay, bad. where's my reference mark for this turn? There it is, yeah. turning in blind. Yep. <laughs> you know, the 25 hours a bucket a bucket list thing that I want to do. Yeah, and then uh, I would love. To, um, I just lost my train of thought completely. <laughs> You'd love, love to do oh, something. One, one lap of America. That's where I'm at. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. One I'm lap of you. America, That'd be fun. Yeah. which I think. I yeah, think I want to do it. Sun. I think I want to do it in the wagon next you year. You need to. So oh, like, if you guys, cool. if you guys can't like all take vacation all at once, because I'm trying to stay out of the corporate world or just like having a real job, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you guys can like fly two in. shifts. You guys can fly cool. in for each little section <laughs> and do yeah. it with me, man. That'd be cool. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that sounds rad. I want to so, see. I want to see how Andy does with his uh, Miata this upcoming year. He, it's. I mean, you look at him last year, and it was like overall, it was like. First place GTR, second place GTR, third place 1989 CRX, <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. fourth place GTR. No like it's just crazy. I mean, yeah, it was totally it was crazy. Great. It was great. So to see what he does with this thing is going to be nuts. So I don't know. I think I'm going to probably come out to an event yeah. at some point. So if you do it, we can hang out. That'd be sweet, man. You know, Andy is got, a very talented driver. Yeah. Oh, and the pop still have that minivan team. Remember the, the, the Odyssey yeah. Oh, yeah. with like that's the 18 the, inch RPF yeah. ones. That's the the Honda manufacturing of Alabama yeah, team. Yeah, 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 yeah they, they have the RDX. Team. Am Alabama. Yeah, yeah. A so Honda guys, team runs in the 25 hour. Yeah, yeah. Some guys I think from Southern California. Okay, that, uh, whatever. Probably, yeah. Oh, probably uh, HPD, HPD guys. Yeah, yeah Honda yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So yeah, throwing out all these Honda acronyms, man. I know. You gotta oh, learn man. today. I'm gonna learn. Gonna learn my Honda shit. Shit, how are we doing on time? This is time for, long time time for trivia. Yeah, this thing is uh, trivia. an hour and 52. So you d- nice. Oh, wow, Jesus. This might be two episodes for yeah. you. Yeah. That's our trivia music. Nice. It's great. Blank faces. I love it. This has absolutely nothing to do with what we've talked about, but I was watching the news, and do you know that the Pope was in town? Yes. Do you know what car he was picked up from the airport in? Yes, Miata. That's right. Bam. Bam. No, it was a case swap. (laughs) Case swap 500. I picked him up from the airport. (laughs) The Pope's hat is out of the top of the Miata. That'd be awesome. (laughs) Have a little, like, hat. He's sitting on the roll (laughs) bar. (laughs) So that was not the uh, trivia question, but that got me thinking. What other heads of state cars are there? So your question tonight is a few countries, and you have to match the country. With what the president is driven around in. Ooh. So it's yeah. match. So you, so you like. Who knows? Tell you the country. Do we okay. need a whiteboard okay. for this? And we <laughs> tell the cars. Or you tell me the car. Tell me the car as well. And then we're no, gonna match no, no. Right. First, 
first country. And I, I picked a few countries that make cars, so it would be harder for the Ooh. like the president to be faithful, you know? Like Yeah. For example, Germany. That's Angela Merkel for you uh it's, non it's Mercedes. Mercedes. Wow. <laughs> what? Oh no. Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> Rolls Royce, nope. Good Bulletproof <laughs> Mercedes. You're going for no. <laughs> Bulletproof Seven no. Series. Do you care to guess? I don't know. BMW. No one's picked it yet. Every Close. answer is case closer. Audi A8 L. Okay, okay. Not a bad choice. Yeah, that's be my next guess. Okay. It's bulletproof. The, the W12. Bulletproof. What bulletproof. color is it? Of course, it's bulletproof. Yeah. It's black. Ronin edition. <laughs> Ronin. Japan. Transporter edition. Japan. Oh, what's, what about what's your buddy's van? A key, key car. Key car. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this it's is gonna. Uh, let's see. Japan. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. No, no, I was joking. Cadillac. I'm saying Fuji no, heavy truck. China. Yeah, China. China would do the Cadillac. Probably some sort of like Toyota, like that we don't get here. Star Gazer, like an all like a Toyota, like not Cressida. Oh, the Toyota Crown. That's it. Oh, it's it's the nicest of the Crown. It's the Century Royale. Wow. So what would that be here? They don't make nothing. Not like an Avalon V8 or a V10 or something. Yeah, isn't it? Actually, I think I think the motors out of some of the crowns. It's like a tiny V10. Toyota Racing was using back in the day when Toyota didn't have a V8 here in the states. The Toyota Avalon on Viagra is what it is. Oh, (laughs) is it is it an estate like a big sedan? It's a big sedan. Yeah, okay. Huge long back door. Boring looking thing. Oh yeah, so it's got like the, all the legroom. Yep. Probably, yeah, probably. I guess it's, the it's their crown Vic. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's their Audi A8L. Yeah, only a few more countries. Australia, Holden. Holden. Oh, nailed uh, it. Really? Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. a Holden. It's probably a V8 Caprice. supercar. <laughs> yeah, Holden oh. Caprice. It's, okay. it's based on the Zeta platform GM has. Yes. So that's Pontiac G8, Chevy SS. Mm-hmm. Really, really boring. Dude, we can make sure oh, whoa, whoa. Dude, the G- No, the G8s are great. Yeah, I mean, as far G8's as like for a car, I mean, you, you, chauffeured in. you put a you put a cam in a G8 LS and you cut the mufflers yeah. off. And yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, G8, I wish there was a that's country. a future collector car. That's like just they, they are like, right now. The yeah. one country where the president would drive himself around and do smoking burnouts and have a six pack in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, a cooler. Like you get kicked out of office for not doing a good burnout. I think it said that he rides in front. Oh really? <laughs> on, the, on the website. In the driver's seat. Yeah. In the driver's seat. He's got like he's got like the, the driving instructor like steering wheel and brake pedal like on the floor. <laughs> he's like <laughs> And they don't do the bulletproof glass, they just do a full cage, full roll yeah. cage. What was the big car in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? <laughs> that. Um all right, Brazil. Oh, that shit's bulletproof. No question. <laughs> yes. Mercedes G Wagon. Mercedes every time. Yeah. Mercedes G Wagon. Yeah. No, I'm no, going to go Hummer, actually. No, no. Bulletproof Hummer. Cadillac. Dude, this one is really surprising and weird. Is it a Miata? car? It's a car. <laughs> it's a case swap. <laughs> Miata. Um, Two wheel drive Jeep Wrangler. Gentle <laughs> <Genesis laughs> car. This is Genesis the weirdest Sport part wagon. about it. It's a 2011. Uh huh. <laughs> used car. He's got the used, used car. It's awesome. pre owned. It probably doesn't have Brazil plates. Ford Fusion Hybrid. What? what? Or what? that's the old body style. Or wah, Ford wah, Edge. Wah. <laughs> what? I know. Oh man. All right. Last wait. Wow. Wait. Do they make? Do they make shit in Brazil? Do they yeah. make Fords in Brazil? Well, they make Volkswagens, right? Yeah, they make a lot of cars. Yeah, well, Mexico is yeah. not Brazil, but that's well, no Brazil. Is a Brazil. <laughs> South of our country. No, they definitely have so. Volkswagens in Brazil factory. They made the uh, yeah. Samba. I remember, hey, yeah. I remember all the parts would be Brazil parts. Yeah, back Combi, in the day, yeah. Uh, I don't speak Brazilian, so <laughs> I don't speak. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Brazilian. All right, last one. Iceland. 
What? Oh, oh one of those Tesla. Awesome, like, no, one of those like Arctic Tesla. Hiluxes. Yeah, dude. The fucking Tesla's huge in Iceland. Oh, that's what? a good guess. Like a Toyota yeah. Hilux. Uh, yeah, Toyota like Hilux the, with the, the big, the ones oh, that they took yes. to the, the North Pole. That oh, had the, the alcohol that sprayed on the tires yeah, so they wouldn't catch on fire. Over. Yeah, <laughs> you know we're actually not far off. We've uh, sold I've I've sold K swap parts to a guy in Iceland already, uh, so I'm really gonna say it's K swap. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was for. I, I'm onto it. Now. I'm gonna go. I'll go Mercedes G wagon Land Rover Lexus Land Cruiser. LS 600 a hybrid. 600? Yes. Uh, Wait, what is the 600? Yes. The LS the is that an LX. SUV? No, LS. It's a, big sedan. it's a big sedan. Okay. It's the Japanese Mercedes. Yeah. So does That's this a good car. What engine is the 600? I've never heard of that. Yeah. I think it's just their new 6 liter V8, V8 with a hybrid. Yeah, I don't think they make it. Same a thing, just more okay. weight. Yeah. Super slow. And, Lane, this one's for you Russia. Mercedes. You got it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they're S six hundred. Yeah, something. no, no. But they're gonna Putin, make some crazy. No, 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 dude. Putin car. rides a horse. Like it, there's <laughs> no. A, a there's a painting. Into there's, a there's a painting. He rides a horse or a submarine, but with, without a shirt. I thought, yes. I thought I read something where he had like an R eight at one point. Well, I'm and sure it, he has. morning commute, yeah. they would like close off the interstate. When he would like, <laughs> he'd be flanked by like KGB or whatever they call yeah, it now, yeah. like cars for sure, just driving that to work. Well, they had a Russian F one team. And he's like, I drive now. <laughs> and, and he drove the fucking car without like any training whatsoever <laughs> on no track. Shit. Isn't that the only reason they had the like the Russian F1 race? Yeah, I mean, so like, he could drive. Because he was like, hey, bring F1. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, my turn. He's like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Lewis Hamilton's like, well, oh, man. Well. <laughs> they cannot afford F1 car. Wait, what is, what is that weird-ass Russian truck that they make? It was on Car Matchmaker's. The fucking giant the ass thing. I don't know. It's all swoopy and ugly. Blank faces everywhere. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. La Forza. There's some. It's a weird ass name. I don't know. I wish one of you guys would have known. Rosson? It. No. Is that Rossin? No. I don't know. I know. I know what you're talking about, but that's a car. That's a car. That's uh, the Rossian. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not the Q1. That's essentially a Noble. Yeah. Those yeah, are yeah. sweet, by the way. <laughs> are they? So oh, they're incredible. For another fast. for another podcast. I just got an idea for like sign off thing, like. Everybody has to do like a Borat voice thing because oh, we've been cool. doing it all weekend. I'm totally down with this. But but it's like a like the I buy he buy I buy he buy I buy he cannot afford. What? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so tell yeah. tell. I'm tell not so, here. I'm so not uh, real out of hand. We came up with this one. So if you guys like know Miatas, whatever. There's uh, there's some parts that are usually really good for Miatas, like six UL wheels and Zetas, like suspension. So it was like, I buy K-Swap? Or no, crap, oh, I yeah. screwed it up. <laughs> My wife, she's dead. Like, I, she did. I buy 6UL, he buys 6UL. I buy Zeta, he buys Zeta. And on that note, I buy K-Swap. <laughs> he cannot afford K-Swap. <laughs> well, that's podcast you <laughs> like. <laughs> nice. Very I nice. like you. <laughs> Must be good with plow. <laughs> <laughs> one year of plow. One one year year plow Not much. <laughs> Maybe one year. I take picture. Uh, speedo. You speedo. Uh, all right. Yeah, it's had us rolling all weekend. So it's been it's been a really fun weekend.
And on that note, thanks for joining us. <laughs> hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's super fun. Us, we'll do it again. Thanks, we guys. definitely we need to do it again for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I know David and I will definitely be here we'll next be year. Here. You guys should actually just come event. down to the event. You yeah. guys are so yeah, close. We that should. Be totally and maybe cool. we'll have a second car that uh, yeah. people can. No, it sounds awesome. It sounds do, way more casual. Like jump in a car and go kind of. Yeah, it was it was a lot more laid back than. Where can where can people find more about your your show? People can find Slip Angle on YouTube. You know, we're on YouTube now. We'll be having some videos nice. soon, hopefully. Uh, and also on Twitter and Instagram at Instagram Slip Angle, at Slip at Angle, Slip Angle Show. Show. Uh, you can follow me, which uh, most of the trip is on at Austin Cabot. It's uh, A U S T I N C A B O T. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. You Show's can find Slip Angle on about Facebook. You, Austin. Yeah. I know, man. <laughs> so I'm just going into like I'm going into media mode. He's transitioning. Yeah. So. And you're, did you mention that Slip Angle Podcast on iTunes? Oh, Subscribe yeah. Subscribe on iTunes. Oh, comment. Yeah, I, forgot. I almost forgot that I had that podcast. It's like <laughs> I thought I was just here doing your guys' podcast, but that's right. So we'll be on the road for the next couple of weeks, so be looking out for some, some nice content. Um, and for our listeners, where can people find out about you guys? We are just type in Driving While Awesome, and you will find everything you need and more. Awesome. Maybe a Borat accent in there. <laughs> <laughs> I like some true, everything yeah. you need. <laughs> yes. yes. And then what? K swap Miata. K Miata dot com. You can find us on Facebook. K space Miata. Um, Instagram. K Miata underscore swaps. Uh, so yeah, check it out and check out. Everything's on the website. So cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And flags. Flags. Where can people find about? So uh, you can go to our website, hvtauto.com, short for Hanchi Vehicle Technologies. Cool. And we're also on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash, slash uh, hvtauto. Right on. Thanks, guys. Sweet. Awesome. Thank Appreciate you so, it. so much, much for having us. Later, sure. guys. Later. Peace. Peace. If you enjoy the show, share it with a friend. Subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us reviews and ratings on iTunes. You can find us on the web at www.facebook.com slash slipangleshow and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at slipangleshow. It's probably like YouTube videos where it's like quantity yeah. is better than like length. Yeah, or, <laughs> that's, know, what, like that's what she two, said. Like, <laughs> 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 but having two shorter ones is better than <laughs> <laughs> Two shorter ones is better than one long one. <laughs>